hell do you think you are? Crockett. Vice, Miami. to the debut edition of St. Vitus Nights. I'm Nathan Kennedy, joined here by Tyler Baker, Rebecca McDonald, a.k.a. Newt, the trash man, Ren McKenzie, and the doctors in the house, Dusan Mitrovich. This is our retrospective show looking at uh, arguably one of the best 80s shows ever produced, Miami Vice, and Tyler has been the biggest champion for this show <laughs> since I've known him. The, the very beginning, I think one of the few things that he had mentioned when we started first becoming friends was basketball obviously because that's how we initiated the conversation he was wearing a basketball jersey i'm like hey yeah blah, blah. wrestling and i think miami vice was either third or maybe like that, the that, fifth that came it came a, a tad tad later we were already friends but uh uh because uh, i would ask nathan if he would download music that i had listened to on the show and he'd give me so much shit about it yeah, like not not having ever watched the show or had memory of watching the show, I guess. Like I, I think he saw it as a kid, but I was I was watching it. And I'm like, oh my god, I love that song. I love that song. And I had to dread. I dreaded asking him because he would always make fun of me because it was '80s music. So it, back then he was he was it wasn't modern music. So I was listening to old shit. Yeah. So I'm like, when I ask him for Glenn Fry's uh, "You Belong to the City," he's like, I got to listen to two minutes thirty seconds sevens of this shit as he's eating cereal. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sitting there on the floor. Like, can you just download it? You man? just get the on, song. Come on, put it on a know, CD for me, please. I, I, I got to take his shit every single time. Like, I ask him for another Miami Vice song, dude. And I, 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 there are certain moments like I'll never forget him razzing me over music. Like, damn, yeah. Oh, but and it all came from Miami Vice, and he, yeah. he would just. You, you know. belong to the sea. Oh, that song fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> it does. But that was that was one of the the first things that, that Tyler really made a point to, to to just show how much he loved that. And of course, Master Universe was also one of the other things too. Yeah. Gradually, if, if he was. Uh, we've mentioned that before. That was one of the things he was petrified of uh, anyone seeing his collection, even back then. Which, oddly enough, was the thing I didn't make for make fun of him for. It was more no. about these older songs and these older TV shows. But I came around eventually when those DVD sets came out. That was what mid two thousands, two thousand, yeah, early two thousands, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe around two thousand four or five, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's when yeah. I, I bought both 
the season one and, and then later on season two and started watching it then and really got into it. But then I sort of just, oh, here's another shiny object over here. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And then I kind of never came back around to it. But it's 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 an awesome show. And Rebecca is actually, I think, sort of the catalyst for this show or that going like doing it now to begin with, because a couple of years ago, Tyler and I, we had the name and everything. We were going to we were going to do this. And then for whatever reason, we're like, ah, no, we won't worry about it. I don't know what happened there. I just didn't think I, I didn't push too hard because I didn't think anyone would want to listen to us talk about Miami Vice. That that, that was my You're real right. concern. Like, you know, <laughs> it, well, probably at that time, yeah. I you know, no, no, but, no, no. This time, nah. so <laughs> rent, rent, oh, okay, yeah. I, I, we we should have put a disclaimer over there. A disclaimer uh, that anything that comes out of Ren's mouth tonight is a total lie. We know the truth what? because after our show last week. He told us what he really thought of this, so we'll see if any of that is out tonight. Yeah. Is the lie? Yeah, I, I should have recorded. <laughs> this is the lie. I, I would have held you to it. But by the way, I, I love how uh, Deucen replaced. Uh, um, oh my God, Ivory <laughs> Jones. Ivory Jones played by. Uh, uh, oh my God! No, wait, wait, wait! Oh my God! Look at that! Oh, super fan. Yeah. We saw your. I didn't know Joe was in Miami. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I cannot oh, believe wait, I'm drawing the blank Joe. here. Sorry. Yeah, it is too <laughs> to be Joe. Oh my God! I can't Re- believe Re- Rebecca's the, uh, uh, the the reason because uh, we had talked about it. We've been dropping hints about this the last Miles Davis. Oh, uh, there. We go. Yeah. God, it's going to drive me crazy. I love the episode too. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you finally figured it out. Miles I'm, Davis. I'm sorry. I was just going oh, to. It was. Fine. It was. Yeah. You're right, fine. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, no, we would talk about it on our other shows, just talking about how, how awesome it was. And Rebecca finally sat down and watched it, and she just now started season three, if that tells you anything of just... Fucking she, love it. I'm obsessed with it. I just got a new phone case yeah. and teal so that I could put the Vice sticker right here on it. Like, I'm <laughs> and, and, obsessed with this fucking show. I love it. And like, I no joke. Of... It's so fucking good. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're gonna have, it's going to be so much fun to get everyone's perspective, like... It's, because she's already watched so many episodes too, so it's, it's gonna be you know we have so many good ones to cover in the future. So I, I'm just, and I can't look at anything teal and not think Miami Vice. You know, it's just it's just kind of embedded. Yes, Ren. <laughs> uh, would you would you like to talk about how you've had a man cold all week and you've been you need how you need a hug? Have, yeah, we we've all been sick as shit except for fucking. Uh, Except for these two guys mad. down here, everybody, yeah. everybody up there has been sick this week. Yeah, this is the quarantine. Ugly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terrible to, week. I have to keep you guys separated. Well, fuck, man. Let's just go ahead and jump into it. I'll put this down here at the bottom. But uh, Brothers Keeper pilot pilot episode. Tyler, I'll I'll throw it over to you, man. Yeah, uh, it was uh, when I decided to rewatch the sh- or re or actually go back and like take the show like on a serious run it was uh watching this because you could still rent uh brothers keep and prodigal son at the video store on vhs this was 2000 summer of 2002 and uh it was after oddly enough we've already mentioned uh i love the 80s uh, by vh1 how they uh butchered he-man uh with their with their take but they did uh a nice little segment on miami vice and after me and my brother watched we both looked at each other when it was over like 
were you thinking what I was thinking? Like, and we went to Hollywood video and rented the uh, the movie, and we both fell in love with it. Like the music, uh, the characters. Like we just thought, I, I, that Crockett and his husband was just cool as shit. The way it was shot, the infamous in the air tonight sequence. Like I I I had to buy it on eBay. I bought a VHS on eBay so I could <laughs> stop renting it and would just watch watch it over and over and like rewind, rewind and watch the, the, uh, the, the in the air tonight sequence over and over again. It's just so you couldn't just go out and get music. So easy. You had to pay like 18 bucks for like a CD and shit like that back then. So it was like, listen to in the air tonight for free as much as you wanted to, you know, and just, I, I would, I would, you know, try and find anything I could find on Miami vice, you know, which was very limited. I did find like some buttons at a flea market with Nathan one time, but, um, it was in reruns on TNN, which would become Spike TV, and they would play reruns during the day for like two hours. I asked Nathan, because I just started a job, if he would record them for me. And I remember that was the only thing I could think of when I got hired on my first job. I thought, I'm going to miss Miami Vice. That was the only thing that came to mind. You know, I do not even remember you asking me to do that. You don't remember me asking you to do that? Did I, did I you, do it? Yeah. You yeah. sound like I did the it? world's most worrisome friend. <laughs> me? Yeah, like you, like, like, so far, we've been out here, what, about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So far, you have told us that throughout the 2000s, you've had, you have asked Nathan to do everything for you. He was the tech guy. He could, he, let me, let, let me just paint this. The guy was downloading music, movies. <laughs> Hey man, come on! He, he, he's doing illegal shit. Oh, so he's a pirate. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. You're a fucking pirate. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I was. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. You're the reason they put that fucking message on the front of those tapes back in the day. Hey man, you you wouldn't steal a car, would you? <laughs> or whatever yeah. those things said before yeah. the DVD. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But no, he, yeah. I, I let him bootleg. He bootlegged my He-Man VHS tape, so it's not like you oh, know yeah. I didn't return the favor at least once. Yeah. You know, I do. I have no recollection of recording those in the, the on RCA uh, blank tapes. How long did yeah. I do that for? Uh, a, a little. I got I had like four or five tapes because it would come on on two hour blocks from like twelve to two o'clock. You recorded both episodes in Miami Vice. All right. So if I had that on the the longest setting, that would be what six hours worth. Probably something like that. Yeah. So you would get. You would get six episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, and it was only like three or four tapes because you didn't do it for. But I was just so thankful you you were doing it. You know, I period. Thought, so man, yeah, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, period. and I think you offered. I think you would just offer. Like I didn't ask you. Uh, I, did. uh, I probably didn't go that way. I wouldn't think. Well, because Nathan has been very generous over the years. He will offer to do something or handle something, like especially if I had work and he's, you know working the night shift or whatever. He's like, yeah. I ain't doing dick. You know, I'll do it for you. <laughs> you know? He it's used to, like it, going back to the music thing, and it wasn't just Miami Vice. It, it would be random shit. And he'd be like, uh, hey, this song from Batman Beyond, can you get that for me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and he would, but he had to make fun of me for whatever I wanted. That was the price. Yeah, I, I, think, that, the, yeah. I think that was my way of... Uh, just sort of getting back at you for just, I, I guess, quasi occasionally getting annoyed when I couldn't. It took me longer to find certain things because you were, you were, but I mean, Ren deals with it now, so I don't have to, but just the specifics of how, how specific Tyler is 
about how he yeah, but wants Rand, something. Rand tells me he likes it. I'm very specific. So, you know, he, he appreciates that. Yeah, yeah, but that's apples and oranges, though, because he's drawing something for you. I'm having to, like, scour uh, mid-2000s internet to find <laughs> obscure shit, and this is before YouTube existed and everything. So, and, uh, but but to his bad. credit, he would do it. He would send me the Silver I'd Hawk find intro. It. Yeah, yeah whatever I wanted. I yeah, this is way before YouTube, so I could have uh, all kinds of things to listen to and have my shitty workouts, too. <laughs> when I was starting out, but yeah, I, I, yeah, Miami Vice was a, a big a big part of those uh, musicals. Even, even Derek would ask for certain songs, like from this uh, Rockwell's. Um, I feel like someone's uh, somebody's watching me and uh, oh, uh, Body Talk by the Deal. He really liked that's both those song. songs. So, uh, and I, I love those songs, especially Body Talk. Well, and, uh, I, actually, now that you mentioned that, since I, I have the, the page up here, I, I will go ahead and mention the licensed tracks that are in the episode Brothers Keeper. And you also have to keep in mind that even though this premiered as a, a two hour movie, more or less, yeah. uh, going forward in syndication, it would be broken up into part one and part two. That's how uh, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think it's playing on Tubi right now. Is. Yeah. Plus. Chat, you can watch this for free on Tubi, by the yeah. way. So, All five seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the music here we have Only in Miami by Bette Midler. We have Miss You by the Rolling Stones. Which is an, awesome I love that track. song. But there is a note here that it was at one point replaced by a generic instrumental, instrumental rock music for at least one VHS release. Uh, so that, that I'm kind of curious what that sounded like. Uh, Body Talk by Deal, as Tyler had already mentioned. All Night Long by Lionel Richie, but it's sung yeah. by the band in this episode. Um, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell, a cover version of Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which was. Yep. Uh, you had great. to really listen to be like, wait, this yeah. is a it, it, It's just a off like enough to where you're like, that's not, that's not the real thing, but close enough. Uh, mm -hmm. In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. We'll talk about that scene extensively when we get to it. And What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner, which plays during the end credits, but. I think when I was watching my Milk Creek Blu-ray set when the credits were rolling, I don't think it played. Teenager. Yeah, I, yeah, because I, I, I know that song um, is associated with Calderon's return in, uh, I think, the end of part two. Yeah. Uh, when they're going back to Miami. I always associate that after Tubbs has had his fallen out with uh, Angelina. And it's surprising talking about the home video and the Rolling Stones track getting replaced that even today, having the Blu-ray release, I think, the vast majority of the licensed songs are yeah. there. So that's kind of surprising because that seems to be, it would be very expensive to that. And, and the episode Evan that is not featured. We've already talked about that. It's not available on any streaming service. You can't get it on iTunes. You have to have um, the Blu-ray set. That's yeah. I had the Blu-ray Blu or a DVD set to watch or, Evan or, you know, ask Deucen to do it since I, I yeah. retired yeah. from, from my pirate days. <laughs> and, and, and I, and we will have to get, especially because like, Rebecca has, hasn't seen it. I, I think Ram would yeah. really like it. Nathan loved it when I told him, I was like, yeah. when you get to this episode, please tell me what you think about it. And sure enough, he, he, he bought it the way I thought he would. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't was, know if The prices it, on the Blu-rays have gone up. That they have. Because I, I was looking why. at it because I would like to own it. You know, because if Tubi loses it, I don't want to stop watching it. How much does it go? Because I got it for, I think, what? 40 50 bucks i think when it came out yeah now now it's it's gone up to like over a hundred dollars holy shit yeah wow. let me, let me check. Eight, like all five seasons yeah you get the, oh, the whole set yeah 
Yeah, and they look great in Blu-ray. They that's, they really that sounds, do. That sounds about normal. To me. Uh, Rebecca, I'll actually send you this link here. Uh, I haven't used this website in a hot minute, but Tyler and I used to order stuff from here. Uh, deepdiscount.com. Well, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, nice. they, they got it there for... Oh, uh, sweet. 40 bucks. Thanks. 40 bucks right now. So hopefully, okay. if, yeah, if you go ahead and order that, hopefully they're, they're still a decent company. Like I said, it's been years since I've ordered anything from them, but... Uh, and you could probably look around too. Maybe go to like an FYE and maybe find a set you used. That's to. true. Friend, what what are you doing? The FYE near us closed though, unfortunately. God, you didn't send me the link, so I wouldn't go ahead and do it for damn self. Well, I, I, well, I was going to ask Flynn if he wanted the link too, but deepdiscount.com. No, no, I, don't. I, I, I already sent it to you. <laughs> oh, and and Ren's voice went out. Yep. Uh oh. Your audio went out. I can't hear you. Yeah. Your audio yeah. is not working. <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? Keep talking. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Ren. You brought the show down. Well, anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll jump into uh, Brothers Keeper. Actually, like. Talk about it, Tyler. You go ahead and, and lead off. We can't hear you, Ren. Yeah, your oh, audio's not working. Must be those crap ass earbuds you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he's laughing. Well, you gotta say something. No, you might have to back out and come back in. Oh wait, wait. Oh, you muted. You muted your mic. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> you got to unmute your mic. What? I've never done this before. It won't let me do it. That's it. <laughs> Look at our high production uh, yeah. value here. There, there we, we go. go. Hey, he's back. Okay. You All guys right. did it. I sent you the link, Rand, even though you, you protested. I was saying, you don't have to send me the link now. I'm already on the fucking page. Oh. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that uh, you would even consider buying the set and you wouldn't just watch it for free. I never said I was going to buy the set. Well, then why did you want to? There's want other the things on here, right? Yeah. yeah. Deep discount, <laughs> like, yeah. Ben no, it's 10. just Miami Vice. <laughs> I'm going to look for Ben 10. And... Ben 10. Get out of here with that. Nathan's <laughs> <laughs> reaction is like, oh. Uh. <laughs> All right, Tyler, we'll go ahead and, and lead the way with Brothers Keepers. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, have a, an incredible opening of seeing Tubbs on stakeout and uh, accosted by three hoodlums, if you want to call them that. And uh, he uh, puts them in the place pretty quick with uh, an introduction. Ren was a uh, pretty, pretty, I think he was quite impressed with last week, uh, whether he wants to admit it live now or not. <laughs> what I said was, I don't remember that section of the, of the I don't movie. think you remember much of it. I think you just I, you had to. I, Okay, so everything I remember was wrong. I will admit that. Everything I remember about <laughs> when I saw it when I was younger was absolutely not accurate. Unless it was one of those um, what those things where you where you don't remember some shit and it didn't happen and you remember it. The Mandela it effect. Yeah. That shit. So maybe they changed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they just Carter, it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's what happened. They added all that shit later. NBC is like, you know what? That you know that asshole who draws like he's he's gonna you know, you know that's that's what they're yeah. But uh, but no, just how that starts. We're not we we don't know who Tubbs is yet. You know, no. you just have that panning shot, and you you have those guys that are like wanting to rob him, and you. <laughs> You just get that dialogue with him with that sawed-off shotgun, just like oh my god, it's, like, it's, it's, hey man, no, so effortless, you know. When they uh, you know, throwing some plastic for the wash and wax, and they just beat it, punks, and they just make it fun. Like, oh, he thinks he's Michael Jackson that they're gonna cut him, and just that <laughs> shot of the shotgun, he, he is just ice cold it's about just like, it. Just don't a, mess with me. Yeah, it's like, can I wait? I'm a little busy right now, and they just stroll on on away, and you see him on the lookout for what turned out to be Calderon. The uh, the villain of this and would have links to many other episodes down the road. So he is a name that you will hear uh, throughout the series, and uh, turns out to be a pretty memorable villain and a great opening as he uh, follows this mysterious uh, crime boss to a uh, beautiful nightclub uh, with music played by uh, the deal uh, Body Talk. And Tubbs goes in there and is just watching Calderon romance women, smoking cigars, having a good time, and. Uh, just needs to get him alone. We don't know why, but uh, it, it's it looks great. The visual of like Calderon going to the bathroom and then yeah, Tubbs cool. follows him with like the dark and the pink lights and the music's mm-hmm. playing. And he gets into a gunfight in the hallway. There, it's just that's something about I, the series is God, just the visuals, they're yeah. so good and just the pacing of stuff and the actors and it's just it's it's just it's so fucking good and it's just the whole atmosphere of everything. There's and, no rush about it. It's 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 yeah. playing out so 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 beautifully, you know. Not giving anything, and that's that's something that I think Michael Mann did a lot with his two seasons on Miami Vice is that he doesn't tell you everything in the episodes that he was overseeing. When Dick Wolf takes over, there's a little bit more explanation on a lot of the episodes. Not all the time, but a lot of Michael Mann's episodes, you're not give you're not told all the details, and sometimes you kind of have to figure it out for yourself, like. You know, sometimes you have to watch it multiple times. They kind of like, oh, wait, wait, wait I, this makes more sense now because there's a certain details. I think they were done deliberately, not because they were left on the cutting room floor. Right. You know, but uh, when Tubbs uh, can't find Calderon in the in the uh, the gunfight, uh, he takes off out in the streets and seems that Calderon has uh, flown the coop somewhere and roll the credits, the iconic credits, and uh, uh, which, well, well, which with this it's extended. The, yes. the open, yeah. opening credits for it is, is longer than what you would get after after the yeah. Event, which yeah. was appreciated. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it's definitely a little bit more condensed now, but a lot of the same iconic shots, like playing high lie, the woman walking by, and like the kind of Hawaiian top, and the dogs running, and the the, the horse jockey and stuff like that. All all those iconic images that are associated with the Miami lifestyle: girls in bikinis, the speedboats, and the glamour life of, of Miami that, you know, that they're painting this picture. That's what this world is all about. You know, money and, you know, cocaine and prostitutes. Yeah. 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 And they're, they're all over the place throughout this series. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Deucen, what's your take on like the opening of the show? Like this, this opening sequence with Tubbs and kind of getting an idea of who he is and what he's about. Well, like you just said, like that bit with the shotgun was fucking great. It's uh, like if the punks are out first, like I'm gonna stab you, sucker, and then whoops, shotgun. <laughs> also, whoops. And, and Tubbs looks cool in a trench coat, like that's that you don't see that oh, yeah. again. Like, the only time he wears a trench coat is in that opening sequence in New York. 
Yeah, and, my, and like the, the night scenes in, in yes. this series is just fucking great uh, cinematography. Like you don't get uh, get it these days. Yeah. God no, but, not not with not with cop dramas either. And that, that's one thing yeah. I, I it's I had a T-shirt I got in two thousand seven says cops got to be cool and it was uh, Crockett and Tub shooting guns back to back. And I'm like. I don't like slogans on my shirts, but I'm like, that said everything that I like. That's why I love the show. I don't want realistic cops. I want cool cops. And that's why but I always... you don't even get uh, realistic cops anymore. Like, this show no. is more realistic than a lot of trash these days. Because nowadays you'll get, uh, hey, uh, we need to solve the crime. Oh, let's go to our computer center right here. And we'll, we'll use the power of the AI or whatever to solve the crime. It's like... Well, and to add on to that, there's not uh, in in the newer shows. I don't want to hamper on it too long, but there's a lot of the the vulnerability of the characters that I feel that you get a lot of in this show that you don't get as much in, in the other cop drama yeah, genres. Um, yeah, in, other, in other shows, they're practically super soldiers. Like, there's. Yeah. There's no real sense of danger to any of the characters. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I, uh, I also like uh, another thing about the, the cinematography that I keep bubbling about. Uh, uh, the, I, I just love it when the camera is stable. I don't like when mm -hmm. the camera is constantly jumping up and down as if yeah. the cameraman is about to shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I wanted to, to uh, ask Tyler about this, too. And, I mean, even Rebecca could chime in because uh, when I started watching again, I think this may have been around this time last year, I got to the tail end of season two. And with this pilot, it's it's shot a little bit differently than what you get with the rest of the series. This does have more of a, a movie quality look to it, whereas the other episodes that follow still have that, but it, it's... It looks more like a TV show, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, why? I, I guess the main, the biggest reason would probably have to be the 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 budget of it, because most pilots are always different from how if it, if it gets bought and made, uh, that, that's when it gets sort of more money. Yeah, put into I have a theory. The pilot. Yeah, Go ahead. I have a theory. I have a theory. I think they might have planned to release it in Europe as a movie because that was what was being done with some of the TV shows from just a few years prior to this. Like, for example, the Spider-Man television oh, series yeah. Yeah. was released uh, in the form of uh, edited movies over here okay. across Europe and uh, also Battlestar Galactica. The opening uh, episodes were released as movies. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be entirely possible, which I'm kind of surprised here that they didn't do that, given given the time period and how they've done with other stuff, that they just didn't release this in theaters as like a little movie and then have the other episodes follow as like, well, you've watched the movie, here's the here's the show kind of thing. That would have been an interesting approach. I, I, I it definitely, I don't know if it would have had the impact because I, I know like when the first season ran, like it got popular at the end of the run of the first season in the syndication, and then it just took off. And then when season two shows up, I mean, you got celebrities showing up left, like celebrities of the time, not celebrities before they became celebrities. Yeah. And you got so many people, bands and, uh, you know, individual singers and uh, actors and actresses all showing up 
to play a bit part in season two in some form or another. Um, but uh, I, I mean, it was, I, I think they pretty much knew it, it was going to be a series, but they, they just felt like, you know, we'll, we'll start with the, the, the pilot. I think they felt pretty comfortable. It was going to get picked up. Cause I think NBC was behind it from the get go. Like MTV cops was the written on a napkin. And like this is this, and we'll see, just go that, with that. That's another. That's another possibility that in case it uh, it didn't get picked up, that they could still distribute it as a movie, on VHS yeah. and so yes. on. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and it plays very fluidly like a movie because I feel like you know there's some stuff that you know like not everything that is you know spliced together as a movie, kind of like with a lot of the animated films we saw, like. Secret of the Sword, you can clearly tell it's just a bunch it's of episodes. episodes, flat. And episodes yeah. yeah, it doesn't have that flow like a movie does. This, you know, just for an example, flows like one steady story. Like even when you watch part two separately, like you know, it it, do, it doesn't feel so jarring. But when you watch it as a whole, like like I did, it felt you know like a, a complete movie altogether. It doesn't. There's a, it doesn't. There's a couple of hard cuts in it. But that, yeah. that, that's it. It's nothing yeah. too too drastic. And, and most of that, a lot of times, it was either just to for transition or a commercial break. Yeah. And the Prodigal Sons like that too. And and there are there were three movies, uh, the the series finale or the you know the the finale of the show Freefall, which was a two hour uh, movie also, you know, and it plays like a movie too, which is you know yeah you know down the road we'll get to that I'm sure at some point. Yeah, so but, bro- a Brothers Keeper, uh, Prodigal Son, and then that one were the yeah. three. Yeah, like the three yeah. two hour uh, yeah. deals. But after after he gets away, that the that's when we start to get introduced to Crockett, correct? Crockett, yep, yep. That's where we uh, see him on a uh, stakeout with uh, uh, the first uh, appearance of uh, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, Jimmy I, I think it's his first TV appearance. I think was 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 in the pilot oh, here really? as, uh, as Eddie. Uh, yeah, before his days on Ellie Law and uh, Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. <laughs> just looked it up, man. And you are you are correct. He had Miami Vice, and then a television film called Rockabye in 1986, and then he did L.A. Law. Yeah, but uh, for a bit part, he does a, he does a good job in it. You, oh, yeah. you know, you get a nice little backstory that he's a, uh, a a passionate cop who loves his wife, doesn't want her working, and it's a nice nice little bit of a banter and exchange where where Sonny's kind of being sympathetic to his issues as a. You know, my wife's pregnant. I don't want to work. And he's like, take it easy, man. Just, you know, back off. You know, just kind of knowing that like, he knows the routine because Sonny is in the midst of getting a divorce as well. So he's kind of like very familiar with this, the, the struggles of what a husband and wife go through being a cop. Yeah. So. And, and Crockett's dialogue, uh, just in, I mean, throughout the series, but also in this, just being introduced to him, very snappy and witty yeah. and sarcastic. And funny when it needs to be. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't feel I, out of place or force. It doesn't feel out of place or. Force. Unlike Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> no, movies. No, Tyler. Okay. No, don't do yeah, that. Let's, uh, let's just stop the scene for sake of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like we can rebuild Asgard. It'll be better than you. Oops, it got blown up. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> But the the great thing about uh, being introduced to Jimmy Smith's character and getting that just even that little tidbit of he's got a kid on the way he's he's concerned about the line of work that he's in it's getting too dangerous or out of hand is that it, it is foreshadowing for yeah what's to come for him and and a great way of setting up Crockett's going to need a new partner at some point you know yeah. it's right and the dangers of the job like you know uh, I think that's why uh, it's also telling us why it's 
it's kind of what's tearing his marriage apart as well. Is yes, it's too much stress for his wife that like he could not come home one day, you know. So, and, and I, I like that they established that too. Like when they have their conversation at their son's birthday party, he shows up and she gives him shit. And he's like, "Yeah, my partner was just killed today." She's like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, you yeah. know. And then to have that kind of uh, reiterating why they're getting into why they're separated at the moment that you know she saw him shot, he's drinking. That she knows the kind of people he hangs out with because of his job, and it's just—I couldn't imagine any any woman putting up with that, or anybody, you know. Even if your your wife was an undercover vice detective, like knowing what she she has to go out there and pretend to be a prostitute. Yeah, you know, There's she two had two of those that are prominent <laughs> in this. <show>. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I guess we'll we'll touch on uh, Gina and Trudy here because they're they're going to show up, you know, in just in just a bit here. But uh, what's everyone's take on on Crockett's introduction? Is he's uh, you know. Him and Jimmy are working a deal that's uh, leading up to the Colombian. I, I thought it oh, was. Oh, sorry, uh, Nathan. I thought you were no, no. I, I was saying, like, <laughs> uh, uh, Ren or Rebecca, go ahead and jump. It, Somebody. It, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start because I know Rebecca's going to bring the light to it. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so it was trash. Uh, <laughs> you got this dude. You got this dude like, hey, you know, man, you should just take a break because your wife's having the baby. And you're like, come on, man. This is your fucking bullshit. And then, and then you see him and he, he dropped, what does he drop? Like a, uh, his he, sunglasses? He his keys or sunglasses. Yeah. Fucking cool thing, right? And I don't think he was wearing those fucking sunglasses the whole time. He just dropped them. Anyway, he picks them up and he looks over. And he sees this bomb from across the street. Yeah, because it's right? under the car. You, like, you, <laughs> if you're, if you're far, it's, it's sitting out for everybody to see it. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm like, you, and he's like, he's like, no. <laughs> the guy turns around and you see him. He's like, blah. <laughs> All right, Ren. Well, thanks for joining us on the show. That yeah, glad you can make it. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring him back in. Um, no, I, I think uh, one of the cool aspects of it, uh, when you're introduced to Crockett, and look at, I, you guys can't see Rim by can. He's got his hands up in there. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but when you're introduced to Crockett uh, and Jimmy Smith, you have that uh, that guy that's just dancing in the street. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, Gumby, you... turn down the decibels a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll bring him back in. I'll be good. I'll be good. Right. <laughs> you better be. So, Soren, uh, what do you think about uh, Miami Vice uh, theme existing within the universe of Miami Vice? Huh? After the after the intro is done, you see that uh, the music uh, continues playing, but it's uh, by those uh, guys uh, that are doing those uh, the street Break dancing dances. in the streets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're playing the Miami Vice theme song, yeah. but it exists within the show. I think that's kind of cool, and it works good. It's like a variation of it that Jan Hammer put together there. Which so does that, so does uh, Hammer exist in the universe? That went over Miami my head. Vice. I didn't. I didn't realize it was the <laughs> that. Well, and, and he does show up in the series one time, so you could kind of technically say yes, Jan Hammer does exist, and his so music the, does, does exist. He, and... does he appear as uh, himself. Or as, uh, uh, he, no, he's, 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 he's like playing him. a musician at a wedding, so he's not called, ah. "Hey, Mr. Hammer," you know. But he yeah. is playing music, so he is, you know. It, it, no one, if you didn't know who he was or had seen uh, what he looks like, you would have no idea that hey, that's Sean Hammer. 
I, I, I think that's kind of the beauty of the cameo, right? Or yeah. Just the beauty of him, no one really knowing who yeah. he was. You see the things. name in the credits, but unless you were to see it, uh, uh, an interview with him or in music magazines, you would have no idea who he was. Yeah. Mm. So, but, but uh, going going back to being introduced to Crockett, I think what I really enjoy about it is, uh, much like Tubbs, you know nothing about him until it just gradually starts to unravel that, okay, yes, he is this vice cop, but also when we're introduced to him, he's pretty much going undercover right away with, uh, I can't remember the, the one dude's Corky. name. Corky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. when you're introduced to him, he's already really established. He's already tired and, like, cranky and just, like, you see, he's, I already, mean, the, the, he's already the stubble, like, like seasoned, he's been up. Yeah. Seasoned cop. He's been there a while. You know, it's, it's not fresh to the scene, and neither is Tubbs. It's yeah, it's just when you first see that that panda book, and you're just like, okay, this is this is a badass dude. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he is extra cranky in this in this in this episode. But I mean, he's going through a lot. Because <laughs> cranky and paranoid. Way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he's been hot on the trail now for. And then he quite and then he loses time. his partner, and he's getting a divorce, and it's like his whole world is kind of falling apart. And then he meets Tubbs. And they that sounds like a romance, up. but it's not a romance. <laughs> well, they, well, they meet each other on, on like the worst of terms, right? Yeah. Oh, it's 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 That's an awesome it's cool, introduction. That's it's so cool because it's like they're but, both at each other's necks, and then it's like it's on Rob's like, hey, we're both trying to yeah, because because to the other, they both look they're both playing the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, like Tyler and I are both good guys, <laughs> but. We're playing bad guys, and we're going against each other. So I'm looking at him as the drug dealer. He's looking at me as the, the drug buyer. buyer. Yeah. And then, and then everything goes to shit because because of these two bungling cops coming then, early. Then right? Rand, Rand takes off my boat. And I'm like, like hell. <laughs> oh, that fucking scene. right! I'm jumping on the boat. That chase scene was yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> And that setup, like the, the the getting them built up, like Crockett's like, okay, you, you blew away my deal, so he goes and talks to, to Bubba from Forrest Gump, you know, about yes. getting it set up and, and yeah, because he, he doesn't want to work any of this middleman shit anymore. He yeah. wants to go directly to the source. Yeah, which right. is just like, hey, which he's got good cause. It's like you know, yeah, he's fed I, up. Yeah, he's like, I'm playing like I'm I'm a you know I'm a drug runner, but you guys blew me out of a big deal. So look, I want my commission. I love him. You know that uh, Michael T. Williamson is is the guy's name, and he's like, I, I, I got a ship, shipping coming up tonight, and Tubbs is you know hanging out at the strip club trying you know trying to score. And I love that scene because he he's clearly doing it so he's drawing attention to himself, but yeah. it's still great because he looks like he's still enjoying himself. He's all sweaty. He, he, oh yeah, I, yeah. I feel like gone through, <laughs> he's gone through so much money because that woman's a knockout on the stage there. So I'm like, yeah, it'd be easy to go through a shit ton of money, you know. <laughs> but he's yeah. just sitting there dancing, sweating because he probably did a line or two of coke. Let's. It's <laughs> the 80s. It's the you 80s. Know, he's from New York. He was not used to the humidity in Miami. Well, I mean, he's sitting Good there point. watching Good a gorgeous point. woman like dancing front of him. He's like, oh, my job. I gotta go to work today. God damn it. You know, he's wearing that crazy ass. It's like I gotta go wig. party and watch this gorgeous woman dance for him. Yeah, watch these titters. Gotta go to work. <laughs> but he, he's having the time of his life, and yeah. uh, and uh, Crockett's former partner shows up to, uh, you know, because that that's it's almost like he uses that strip club as like kind of his uh, 
an informant location or one of many because he works for the DEA also. And uh, But also, too, at the time that happens, you're not even aware that him and Crockett used to be partners yet. Right? Yeah, yeah, you don't see uh, – now, they, they – they they t- well yeah because um, they established that they used to be buddies after um, after the fact after the fact yeah but he shows up and um, but him and Crockett like you already established that they know each other because when they show up to the drug trade they look they, at each other like they look at each other yeah like, because oh. they they they've already they've already established that they're buddies at his son's birthday party oh yeah yeah so, yeah yeah I'm getting, so when, I'm getting when, my scenes confused of what came yeah. before what exactly yeah. Yeah, so the birthday party all establishes that they they have worked together or that yes. they're in the same, same essentially the same line of work. So when they they set up the drug at which that piece of music that when uh, Crockett and uh, Michael T. Williams are on the boat going through the shipyard, yeah, and this this I mean foreboding music plays. That's one of my favorite pieces of music that John Jan Hammer has done for the entire series. I'm like I, I I've asked Nathan. I've tried to look for it anywhere on the internet. I've, I've tried so many times. It. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. But it just that music sets the tone of like you're going into like dangerous territory. You know, it just for the audience, you know, you're going into an area that you, you, you know nothing about. Drugs are going down here somewhere and and uh when the police show up uh early in an untimely fashion there, uh by uh, um Switek and Zito and uh, uh others that just kind of blows the deal and Tubbs takes off in the boat that Crockett showed up in, and we have uh, an iconic uh, car slash boat chase for the streets of Miami of, of Crockett chasing Tubbs. And I like that. One- I like before how it starts though. Like, you weren't dumb enough to leave the keys in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that engine rev up? Yeah. You're like, oh shit, yeah. And yeah, it's 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 a, it's a great chase, you know. Like, oh, it's, I'll be it's, back. It's, it's, okay, bud. But uh, what, what's everyone's take on, on this, you know, their their first real interaction, like, is, is uh, you know, drug dealer slash buyer, like, have become enemies here for a temporary moment. It's fucking awesome. And like you said, that chasing, that's what was like, I was watching that, like, oh, fuck, that's so awesome. And then, of course, the whole, like, he sneaks up on the bridge and then jumps yeah. on the other side. I was like, God, that's just fucking good. Good and, fucking and that- action there. God. And then the aftermath of it too, where they're all standing on, on that trussle bridge and the, and Crockett's yeah. having a fit because he's like, "All right, yeah. out of the four people here, three of us are cops." What the fuck? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a it's he's a, just I fed love, up. He's just like, yeah, damn it, you fucked it up. He's been staying up, drinking, doing God knows what to get this thing going here. You know, it's it's like yeah, and I just and I love how Lou Rodriguez, uh, played by uh, Gregory Sierra, who won't stay with the show very long. But yeah, he, he was he, only he there for four three episodes. Uh, three? Four, uh, four episodes. He's there for episode well, technically, two. technically three, since this counts as one, right? Yeah, well, and Calderon's return. Yeah, three is is two parts, and he's only in the first part. So yeah, um, and it's never quite explained uh, why they felt he was. You know, obviously it worked for the better. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, but it's even Edward James almost was just told like, you know, we have this. You know, we'll we'll get into that at some point. Yeah. But uh, um, it's it's just a great banter of like, you know, your police chief is, you know, chomping on the cigar and yeah, you said, shut up, Crockett, and I'll explain. And, <laughs> and, you know, Tubbs has got his situation. He gives a false name that his name is Raphael and it, it sets up more controversy for later on in the episode. And it does. And uh, Cro- uh, Tubbs sees uh, Crockett as almost like a, a means to an end. Like th- this, I could use this guy to help me get my man. 
Whereas Crockett's like, I ain't interested. Just give me what you know, and I'll go about my business. And that kind of sets them up as a bit of butting your heads and style. All my, you know, when they establish that, you know, you know, I'm from New York, completely different ball game there, and he's from Miami, different ball game there too. But uh, uh, they establish that they're after the same guy, and you have, you know, a, a trope that you see in a lot of good stories, but it works so damn well here. Like if this is your first time watching it. You may feel like I've seen this kind of thing before, but you know, you can tell the same kind of story. There's only like three or four types of stories you can tell in media. But and at you know the what, time, you do, did you see that story though? How many things have copied it since then? Well, I, yeah, I'd say probably a lot of things have copied. Like the, the, the you know, hell, they, you know, they do it in hell, comic books been doing it for years, yeah. you know. Yeah. But a, a fellow superheroes will butt heads over a misunderstanding. You know, and it's always lost in the scene. Like, wait, wait, we're after the because same guy. Let's team up. Is, in their way when yeah. really then of course got to work together because you both want the same you know the same ending yeah uh, you're both after the same thing um well they're yeah. after the same person but the reasons reasonings for reasons it are, are totally different, different but they're similar almost they're like they both well, lost somebody to this person. Well yeah know? yeah well yeah that that's true too. they're both uh driven by emotion at this point for this person, yes. not just the job. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I think the only difference would be like Crockett is so deeply devoted to his job, like he yeah. could take criticism for being too into it. Whereas you know, Tobbs is like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Yeah, you know, for, he's for, for killed his brother. Thing at this point, which they already established. That's not a big surprise. Like before, Tubbs, when Tubbs is given the setup to go to the the drug uh, drug trade. You get that nice flashback of him being on stakeout when his brother's setting up a deal with Calderon, and the deal goes bad, and his his brother and his brother's partner are gunned down right there on on the spot. Yeah, uh, nothing nothing does montages like Miami Vice. Oh, Miami Vice does the best montages. The, oh there's my God, no yeah. 80s montage. Uh, Rocky movies. Rocky movies. Okay, True, yeah. I take it back. Yeah, yeah, I take yeah. it back. <laughs> <laughs> They're just as good. Oh, Rand, Rand, what's your take on Crockett and Tubbs meeting for the first time? The 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 night scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a really good. Uh, like the one thing I do enjoy about this is is that they don't they don't take one and make him that much more important than the other. Yes. Right. Yeah. And because they. Because they introduced Tubbs before the, the intro, and then they bring them both together because they give them both a, a really good amount of time for you to meet those those two characters, right? But that night scene, it's it's really impressive how they give that chase. You got the one in the boat, the one in the car, and he's. He's like, I'm getting my fucking boat back, man. I don't care what happens. I'm getting my fucking boat back. That's that's mine, and I'm not gonna let anybody take my boat. And this fucking bad guy just snatched my boat. And uh, and they get into the little the little fight. And it, it's 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 not too bad. Like I said, I even even back then like I, I always thought you know Tubbs was was a bitch i said that a couple weeks back but i love Tubbs. <laughs> Tubbs is awesome <laughs> Tubbs was awesome man like I, 
I, I, I will, I will admit it. I will admit it. I will admit it. I do not remember Dove being so tough. Like I really, my, my for whatever the fucking reason, man. All through the years, like I, I don't think I watched very many episodes past the first two or three episodes. That's. That's surprising to me, just because, and I'm saying this in in a nice way. You're going to call me old, aren't you? No, I'm just saying that (laughs) at the age that you were at the time that the show came out, to me, that seems like a prime incentive to watch this gritty drama show about cops and prostitutes and drug busts. September of 84. Yeah. I was was nine. I thought you and were it, a and, bit it, older. and it came on late. It's first season. I think it came on ten o'clock at night. All right. Well, I take yeah. all that back. Then that would have been a thing. <laughs> I, maybe it would have been at least for me. Uh, if, if I would have been that age when this show came out, I think this would have been something that I probably would have asked my dad if I could stay up and watch it with yeah. him, kind of thing. Because <clears throat> and I, I did watch it with my dad as a kid. Like we watched it in syndication. Like that was my earliest memories of the show was watching it with him. And that was on USA. I, I probably USA, on USA. Yeah. USA, I think when is because it, it was the, USA. But, yeah USA reruns and and they would play reruns on very like FX had reruns at one point too. But I, I'm pretty sure I probably watched it on the USA Network in the late '80s, early early '90s. Yeah, you know, was my earliest memories of watching the show. Yeah, but um. But once they uh, they they uh, kind of realize who's who and who they're after, then they uh, have a, uh, a gradual build up to them teaming up, uh, realizing the that hard Le- the hard gradual. Yes, of them once they up. once they realize that Leon was the only guy, uh, or if people don't know Bubba from Forrest Gump, is the only guy <laughs> that was uh, uh, actually in on selling drugs was picked up, and uh, word gets out that he is apparently. Uh, helping out uh, with law enforcement that he's willing to to talk, uh, and which was not the case. And Ward gets out to call Daron, uh that uh, Leon's going to turn over on him. So he panics and freaks out and runs out of the courthouse. And uh, which, uh, touching on that, the generator or whatever blows and it goes dark. I like oh, when yeah. the lights come back oh, on. Yeah. Like everybody's, it, got everybody's got a gun. Got a gun. Yeah, even like, the judge has got a gun. Florida. Yeah. You're yeah. not going anywhere. <laughs> I was say, Rebecca, have you seen anything like that in your time in Florida? Everybody has a fucking gun, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not much has changed. God. I really just thought, like, watching the first time, like, a commentary of just the times. You know, it's the 80s, and, you know, it's every, everyone's packing heat. You're like, no, no, that's just, no, it's it's just Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the stenographer lady. Who's got yes. Big ass oh, 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 God. Oh, she's ready to pull that trigger. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Like, or something? I'm shooting this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Ma- Martha, put the Martha. gun away. <laughs> she is ready for something. Yeah. You know, she's watched Dirty <laughs> Harry a few times. You can tell. Uh, but after that, is that the scene that we get on the boat when Tub shows up and he's like, hey, man, I brought you a, 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 a coffee, coffee and donuts? donuts. Yeah, I used to wonder what kind of donuts did he bring Crockett. I'm like, what? But also, like, like, what did he just put the coffee in the bag too? Because he didn't have I the think, coffee. All yeah, I'm like, assuming that a little cup of coffee was next to a donut inside that bag. There, it's a peace ah, offering. Yeah, that, that seems know. like it would easily. Spill it may have out. had a cap thing on it, so it, it could have. Yeah, which I, I'm assuming that it was probably maybe a cake donut, nothing that had like a a, a glaze or frosting mm, that would just I melt all over donuts. in there. <laughs> you know, well, something because you dip those in coffee, don't you? 
Yeah, you dip them in the, they're, they're pretty much made best to dip in coffee. But this gotcha. is when, uh, this is when Crockett kind of gets a little bit of, I wouldn't say, well, a little bit of revenge, I guess, but in a funny way where we're introduced to Elvis, where he's like, oh yeah, go down there and, and Hell yeah. what, is, what is it that Tubbs? Well, yeah. they, they have an exchange of punches, you know, because uh, yeah. Tubbs starts criticizing Crockett's uh, department, you know. <laughs> That that uh, things aren't just run that so tightly there, and he just slugs Tubbs in the, in the because Tubbs said, "Oh, you already like you already lost a guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he gets takes that personal. He's like, "Yeah, I guess I had that coming." He's like, "Nah, nah, he didn't have it. That was totally out of line." And then Tubbs gets right up, dishes are right back at him, and uh, <laughs> it's like it, it's it's a nice counterbalance here. It's like you know they're, they're both tough from different backgrounds, but you know they're not afraid. It's to almost dish like it out. after they knocked each other out, there became like a mutual respect. And it, it, it's, it's like, like that with guys sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, yeah. I was like, this has got to be a guy thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, you know, it yeah. Guys, I don't, are, I don't, guys are children, man. We, we don't I, and it. I don't know why, because what few scrap-ups I've had, like, sometimes you become even better buddies after you've kind of... And I don't know why, <laughs> you know? I don't like because, fighting any... I don't, I don't like fighting, we, period. We, we strive on respect more than love. Uh, and true. a good fight especially if it's a good one, you, you end up respecting each other. And you're like, okay, I can trust this dude. We've been through this shit. Yeah. You know? So but not after is. Tubbs is like, hey, man, uh, can I get some ice to put put on this? He's like, oh, yeah, go, <laughs> yeah. go down there. Help yourself. That was a dick I, I think Crockett just loves doing that to anybody who comes on his boat for the first time. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm it sure does he's just like, yeah, go, go do that. <laughs> Well, and I'm sure, like people, like because he—that's his cover—is to live as a you know a hard party and ocean guy on that boat. That way, people don't you know. Plus, he, he's got an alligator living on the damn boat, so no one's going to go mess around with whatever you think he's into or what he might have. You're definitely not going to go on future. that boat. That's my future. I'm going to just live on a boat. I'm going to get my alligator Steve. And oh my god! Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to live here. <laughs> I'm sure Rebecca's thinking like, "Wow, this, I is, this is art imitating life," you know. <laughs> You know, her and John are going to give up the house, and they're going to go live on a boat, <laughs> and a scare boat. the shit out of people. You know, <laughs> but it's the, let the boat go. Let let the uh, Steve go swimming. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> your Steve, leave those kids alone. But this is probably when uh, Deuson would chime in and, and talk about how sometimes Elvis uh, and Randall probably say this too about how he just looked like a puppet and not the actual. He was a fucking dead. <laughs> he would just sit there like. Not all the time, though. He's not yeah, no, yeah, they there was a lot. Not all the time. No, no, there, there was. Yeah, there, there was a, a live alligator used a lot on the show. Like it was wasn't you know a, a fa- I mean, for the most part, yeah, it was it was the real deal on the show. So but, wait, there are episodes where it's uh, blatantly a puppet. Uh, I think not, no, I not, think he's just drugged out. Yeah, just yeah. When, when, so when the two cops come to the dock. And uh, the alligator has gotten loose. Oh, that's in the episode, second episode. He's what and he's talking just about. sitting there for quite yeah. a while. Like that part, he's just laying there. It's it's the dummy. They they lay the dummy out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was they would they would they would use a temporary dummy from time to time. And Elvis is not throughout the whole series. Eventually, he gets kind of phased yeah, out. Yeah, he went away. Yeah. He went away after uh, a lot in season two and then i see him again in season three i'm like oh yay Elvis is back yeah it would it, be sporadic but he's not used yeah. a whole lot you know i mean yeah. definitely heavily in season one he was all having the baby so so is a miami yeah. vice a prequel to that movie that we watched 
a while ago. Oh, yeah. alligator. Yeah. Or, kill, or killer crocodile. Killer crocodile. Yeah. We'll have to ask Tom yes. Bryce. You know, is is almost the you know the alligator that he escaped to the forest. That reminds me of the scene way. in this one where where uh, Gina's like crocodile. He's like alligator, 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 darling, alligator. Well, but the cool part about it is Elvis does have a little bit of a backstory that Crockett says that he. Yeah. Uh, he, he used to belong to, uh, what was it, the Florida Gators. The Florida Gators, yeah, mascot, yeah, mascot. Yeah, And that's yeah. Expla- it explains why he keeps them and he's not just let loose. He can't be. So. And then he got a hold of a, uh, uh, I believe, a key yeah. of cocaine and uh, been a little, you know, wigged out ever since. And an alarm <laughs> clock. Yeah, yeah. Someone, some kids pulled a captain hook on him, <laughs> you know. You know, they said, he's ticking. It's, it's just a little fun little, you know, Peter Pan joke there, so. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, Rebecca did mention like uh, which we have briefly been introduced to uh, Gina and Trudy a little earlier on, um, and they'll get some good episodes and some good oh, time throughout the series. Yeah, but uh, what's everyone's thoughts and impressions of the, this beautiful duo of uh, vice detectives? I, I, love I think, these ladies. yeah, they're they're great, but uh, you don't get a lot of them in this, so it's it's no. nice to see yeah. as the show goes on, and even within the next couple episodes, you, you, they really start to flesh the other characters out more, especially yeah. uh, Zito and, and yeah. the rest of the crew. Um, which, uh, but I mean, I mean, just here you get you get the little bits. Both of them work undercover as as Joe's favorite hookers, so. You get a lot of thing of the other guys whistling at them and everything. They're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I love watching off. the show because I'm just like, oh, that outfit's cute. Oh, that outfit's cute. <laughs> like, oh, I want that outfit. I, <laughs> I, I know, like everyone had so much fun probably dressing on this show because, like, Crockett yeah. and Tubbs got like top of the line, like Versace, you know, clothing and things like that. I'm sure the girls they, they were always everybody giving, like, looks so good. I, and I their love episode, the fashion in the show. And it gets better throughout the show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the girls. I dare say get like even better looking That's as what the I show was progresses. Thinking. As like, I was watching comes... season two, I'm like, oh, these they look like they look really good. And like, oh, like come sick. season five, like, oh, oh my god, like Trudy's just oh. like, uh, I mean, just stunning. Like in the episode Asian Cut, when she goes undercover uh, trying to stop a serial killer who's leaving all these Asian cuts on his victims. Like she, episode. she looks. Oh, it's a it's a great episode too. Uh, she looks unbelievable in that episode. And Gina, like with straight hair, like like my God, there's oh, certain wow. outfits that they, these girls are just <laughs> rocking, badass. And then the back and forth with uh, Gina and Crockett too. Yeah, yeah, I feel a little bad for Gina. Yeah. I mean, he didn't mean to, uh, like Whisper's yeah. wife's name to her, but he did. <laughs> he was drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> and well, well he also, was hurt. But you also she gets hurt. hurt by him a couple of times throughout the series. Well, I, that's the other thing, too, uh, talking about it uh, w- with the conversation that he would have with his wife or just even thinking it would be easy for that to happen because he's having to play the dual roles that he, he him as Crockett is, is sort of just lost for a little bit. So I could see him just constantly being confused when all, and he's under the influence of things. Good period right. of time. And, and he even says it on the boat. Sometimes I remember who I am. Yeah. Well, that's a great like bit of dialogue to establish what these guys and women are going through on a daily basis, all day, all night. They got to be able to turn it on and remember, I, I'm a drug dealer today. I'm a biker tomorrow. I'm a prostitute today. I'm, I'm a drugged out, you know, junkie uh, in the morning. Like you have got to be in character like that. You got to 
dress it up, act the part for hours on end, and and not break character. And you have to like have it. certain parts of like certain people and certain parts of the city have to know you as this person too. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's a, such a stressing lifestyle, and I mean, even though you're watching, they look cool doing it. <laughs> but when you, you break it down of what these guys are put putting themselves through on a regular basis, trying to sleep, trying to maintain some sense of a slightly normal life when they've got the downtime to do it, yeah. you know, it's I, I can't imagine like trying to make a date with anybody or maintain a relationship, which, as you see throughout the series, Crockett and Tubbs have got the worst time maintaining relationships with women. They're either, you know. As, as Crockett says in one episode, I'm starting to fall for the players. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and they do uh, that quite a bit, just even in the first two seasons that they, mm-hmm. they, they fall for these women that are, especially cle- tubs. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Tubs, that are clearly trouble. And then yeah. they get, they get too involved in it, that it ends up either costing uh, that person their life or uh, more people to get hurt along the way. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah to to be punched in the stomach emotionally over someone that you care about like oh my god like she's the killer or yeah. or she's involved <laughs> with this or she overdosed. And for you like, get that with uh, Gina too in the, the first oh yeah episode for uh, yeah. season, season three. three yeah with uh, Liam Neeson Bananas. <laughs> she gets that when she falls in love with somebody and it's like oh he turns out to be a piece of shit. Oh, of He's course, a piece of shit. Yeah, but uh, it's. But that's what adds so much tragedy to the show is that the, uh, so many episodes don't end on a high note. They're not letting. Oh no, they're so like, tragic. All laughing. Like, like you think of just what poor, like thinking of Gina, what she goes through just through the show, and you know where she gets raped and then falling and in love with passage. this person, and yeah, it's just yeah. Not right. Not right. The passages of um, bought and paid for, where her friend gets raped over and over again, and her mm-hmm. friend won't won't turn turn the guy in because he's a, a the son of a yes. Very high, high placed uh, person in society, and just seeing the loss that she—I mean, they all go through losses on the show. They've all got mm-hmm. friends that are being messed around with, picked on, manipulated, treated like shit, forced to do things they don't want to do, and they're doing the best they can. And then you got Castillo coming in saying, "You know, you you can't can't always keeping people in check." You know, it drives people crazy because they know they can't do anything about it because they're upholding the law. And that's what that's what adds text. I mean, Deucen, chime in here. Remind everybody this is this is quality writing. Well, well, yes. Deucen, how many how many episodes of Miami Vice have you watched? Was it is it just been this one, or uh, and I know what you're going to say, but have you checked out other episodes aside from this and the other one? Just this one for now. <laughs> okay, you got to watch more. Oh. God, I really yeah, thought Deucen and watched some those other videos that I have to watch. All right. Well, you... A- after you get through those, then then you gotta maybe pick back up uh, with this and let us know your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hell, I'd love to give you just a couple, like to just jump right into it, like I did with Ren, and I think I, I don't think I sent any to Rebecca. I think she just did it on her own, but I sent some ones to Ren of like, you know, because Ren was so apprehensive, like I don't know, man, and. You know, I send them like some of the best of the best of the series, man. Like just, you know, 
killer episodes. Like when Rebecca told me she watched Little Miss Dangerous and, and she she loved him. Like yes, like that was a great and and, and Ren, Ren like Little Miss Dangerous too. He told me he watched that and he, he, oh, he, well, he, he oh yeah, was Ren actually going to admit to it now? I got to oh, be right. good. You cut me off. Yes, I, I like it. <laughs> 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 you kick me off the show. Everyone will live in fear of the removal. Yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. The ending was, was good, man. Okay, oh, shit. not red. You just tell me what I want to hear now. You're yeah, a liar, yeah. and then I go ahead and just remove them anyway. God, I yeah. swear the song, the the ending song, that this is what you want. This is what you get. It just plays oh, yeah. in my head, like on a loop when I'm just doing yeah, shit. The order, of de- like, like that whole oh, episode, filled with nothing but good songs in, in yeah. that in that in that one episode. And Jan Hammer's score is the best of the series. I think in that one, it's episode. so good. Like I said, that episode's almost shot like an '80s music video, especially yeah. the scene where Cat's walking down the street looking for her. And yeah. it's like these like, that green smoke blowing on him, and oh, yeah, yeah. like the silhouette and everything. It's, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, that that's something I feel like when we. You know, get get around to doing like another one. Like that would be one I would want to do sooner than later, just because it's such a such a good uh, episode. I think Deuce would generally like that episode. I'm sure James uh, probably likes that episode. I'm going to assume that. I'm going to assume I can't. I can't imagine anybody not enjoying that episode. So I'll, I'll say I I really think Deuce would love that love that episode. Um, it's the because the episodes are so short, they don't leave you hanging about what's going on. So you find out pretty easily what the girl's role is, you know, pretty quickly, yeah. right? And then you get into where, you know, Tubbs is trying to help her, not knowing who she is or whatever. But Cat's the dick of the of the of the yeah the episode, you know. Yeah, she's just he's not technically crazy. the bad guy. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, I, I think Deucey will really, really enjoy this episode. It's, it's especially with the uh, the dialogue and and the relationship dynamics. Yeah, and uh, I think are there any UFOs? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah. really close. Yeah, at there's the a, end, a bunch a, of aliens show up yeah. and you find the, out the girl's a, an alien. The and... old lady, the old lady is probably an alien. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's talking about I love how that her. Scene. That was a great. Yeah. scene. it is a great yeah. scene. And Jane is like, like Don't buttering fall. her up. Yeah, he like goes and buys her a beer. Like you stay with yeah. those Fifth Street winos. I'm the jealous type. Like it's just great banter. Like he he is yeah. as charismatic as you could possibly be oh, as a God, man. Yeah. Like he is. Him and Tubbs when they when they talk to women, it's it's just it's the best. It's the most fun like thing in, to like watch this, them. This one where he's buttering up uh, Gina. Yeah. Like, Can you get this? Oh yeah. For me, please. It's like. What about some dinner? Fuck you for being so charming, goddammit. Because it's like, yeah, I'll fall for it. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it for you, Jesus. <laughs> and they go out and they, they have a, a nice time on the town uh, as, they're, as they're undercover, technically. Yes. Uh, to, uh, to uh, which we've uh, hadn't, hadn't mentioned uh, Trini DeSoto, played by Martin Ferreira, who would play go on to play Izzy. The informant for all five seasons, but this is his first part in the show. And uh, anyone else don't know who we're talking about? It's the lawyer from Jurassic Park who gets eaten on the shitter. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but he's on every every season of Miami Vice is easy for uh, Izzy uh, Ferrara, 
And it, uh, it was funny watching him talk with that thick accent. But oh, were, I love that, that accent. Uh, yeah, but there were times though where you would hear a bit of dialogue, and I'm like, they probably could have got a better take because it seemed like the accent he was trying to do was sort of fading away to his oh, new yeah, voice yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't mind it that much, but you could hear it just. <laughs> maybe he just got tired or something, but it starts off really strong. And then there's a couple of sentences where I'm like, yeah, he kind of lost it for a second, but he's yeah, really great. The, oh, live with the Jew Weaver, Gilligan's Island and does your nose and you know, it just, whatever, man, you know, it's just, I, I, <laughs> he's just fun to fun when he plays Izzy. Like he's, he's just, uh, He's a fun character, and oh, yeah. uh, Martin does a great job. Uh, and I love him as Trini. Like, he plays a, you know, he is the, um, uh, well, I don't know if, it, well, if you're watching this, we're, we're going to explain it anyway, but he is also, he's the right-hand man of Calderon, but he's also the man in drag hitman that is uh, played throughout the show. He's, he's the, the uh, assassin of uh, Leon, Bubba on the beach, when, uh, Crockett and Todd's come to pick him up. Saying, it's over, dead man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the the cool thing about that when Leon uh, gets gets hit is that that scene where Tubbs has been there waiting, and the way that they do that transition of when Crockett in of the volleyball game, and, and are you and talking you, about? And you're thinking it's going to go. Uh, a certain way but then it's just crockett grabbing tubs and he's like what yeah. are you doing here and yeah yeah I mean, you're, you're, you yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you're seeing you're seeing what appears to be an attractive woman like walk, walking you know, with her head covered and the volleyball game's going on tubs is enjoying a nice you know uh beachy drink and yeah boom right there like this this tension that's building because leon's looking around panicking trying to wait wait for someone to come pick him up and then it's just cut with this you know what are you doing here kind of thing? And they go meet him and he falls over dead, you know, yeah. shot with a, uh, a silencer. Looks probably in the lungs, I think. And, and, uh, and once again, Crockett just uh, apoplectic. Of, what the fuck? Uh, another yeah. setback. Cause at this point he's already had three now. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's constantly getting worse. For him. But he takes charge, like tell us the care. Like, I want, I want to, you know, I want surveillance cameras at every angle you got, like immediately just like, just, he's just breaking it down. You know, he, he knows the routine. I know what I got to have. Which, uh, when you think about the time period, it's kind of surprising even then that they would have uh, that many cameras in, in Which, place. And, may, and maybe like they that. don't. Maybe they only have a couple. But he's like, I got to have it right now. I don't give a shit if you got one. Bring it to me. Yeah, the quality is you know? probably really bad. Yeah, and, and, not, and probably not very helpful either. You know? No. As a, it yeah, there was no zooming one. in. No. No. No, <laughs> no cause there they, was uh, no zooming in. There was no facial recognition. <laughs> no. Not quite. You you either have to recognize the person's body language or or their style, you know, as you would see like in the episode of Bushido mm. or something like that. And I think but, at this but, point too, we're still in the infancy of just even finger fingerprinting and uh, yeah, trying to get more of that to, to add a crime scene. Yeah, because a lot of the calm, lot of calm, calm down, Nathan. Fingerprinting's been out since the seventies. Calm down. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's probably... What about it, DNA we're, testing? We're not that damn old. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe that's why I'm thinking about DNA testing. It wasn't really a thing then. Yeah, yeah. this is still early 80s, so they, they pretty much had to do a lot of... just out of dinosaur and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, no, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain. Calm they didn't have phones back then? <laughs> well, uh, going back <laughs> yeah, to that... Yeah, they were hooked to the wall. <laughs> yeah. that, that's one Matter thing fact, that... Miami Vice was around the time where car phones had just started coming out. Yeah. Yep. They had yep. the big brick ones. Yeah. 
Because Crockett's go- got one in his phone. And Pager. Oh, and one in, his, in his car. God. <laughs> He's got a car in his phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> but going back to that, and th- this has played a lot throughout this episode, is just uh, a lot of the, the mistimings or, or hoping that the person's going to be there when you're trying to reach them. Because that's a thing of when Tubbs gets that phone call, it's like, oh, you got to come meet here. And he goes to call Crockett. And he couldn't get to him yet. And then that yeah. old guy shows up. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Tubbs called like 20 minutes ago. Here, yeah, he's really going to go meet a Trini job. DeSoto or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I like the idea of if we if they had modern technology in it, it would kind of blow some of that just out of the way. Yeah, a lot of the tension has gone. Like, this, yeah, lot, this yeah. is like, this is timing. Like, Tubbs, you know, it's you, you got to go. Like, when you're given that call, like, you got to stay in character. You got to go and see this thing through. And, um, it's it's kind of technology kind of fucked up suspense, my friend. Yeah. It, it, as we yes, it's said it plenty of times, it kills. That's horror why so movies. many horror movies right now are like, oh, let's just set it in the eighties. <laughs> you know yeah. that, or put out in a rural field, and they can, oh, we have no signal. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Signal. You know, put it, let, just, let, let's scary movies are in the woods or in the mountains now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hills have eyes. <laughs> yeah, that movie's fucked up. God, that is a fucked up movie. <laughs> But uh, so uh, the, with the the nightclub, they they uh, have their uh, their run or double date with uh, Trini and Tubbs and uh, Crockett and Gina, and they meet up with uh, Izzy and uh, not Izzy, <laughs> Trini <laughs> there, and uh, tells them that you know Calderon's there, and uh, Tubbs and goes and shakes hands uh, with Calderon, almost like you know I I can't wait to get my hands on you to uh, Lionel Richie's uh, uh, all night long, but it's play it's sung by. Uh, a cover cover band, but uh, still still catchy as hell. When uh, yeah, still good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, after they kind of part ways, that's when Crockett kind of finds out from Gina that uh, Tubbs is not who he says he is, mm-hmm. and that sets up more tension. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, for all I know, we could be working for Calderon, and you know, when Gina says no, Raphael's been dead, you know, for for months now. Three, uh, I thought it was three weeks. Oh yeah, three week, three dead, yeah, dead and buried for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, that's when Crockett's like, "Oh my god, like who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Can't get a hold of him or anything like that." So you don't know what's going on with Tubbs at that point. So even though we know as an audience, like Tubbs is clearly not a bad guy, but if he's not who he says he is, then who is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that wonderful I little. I think if uh, it wasn't for the flashback scenes, it would be a um, like those are telling us that. Yeah. Oh, that was the person, but um, if it wasn't for those, it would almost be like a Han Solo thing going on with like, can you trust this guy? Yeah. Like back when you first saw Star Wars, I'm not calling it a New Hope. Uh, back when you first saw Star Wars. Yes, because it, it is. It's like, Star Wars, not a New Hope. They made the fucking yeah. shit up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> can you trust this guy? It's not until the very end that he comes back that you're like, yeah, you can trust this. Guy. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like it's probably established on like why. Tubbs, or you see the flashbacks of his brother being killed, because that way you know he's not this crazed cop. Like he watches yeah. really. Because I feel like if you're, which you, don't get me wrong, that would be a great surprise if he says, "Who the hell are you?" And he's like, "I'm his brother." You know, mm-hmm. it, it might might have been like you know some people might say like, "Really, his brother?" You could probably almost say that it might be kind of cheap to kind of like that's the zinger here. But, but I'm glad the scenes his... are there because it is. Um... 
it's getting you emotionally invested into Tubbs. Yeah, that so you you want Tubbs to get get you want them both to get called around, but at this point you kind of well, I mean they both do, but I feel like Tubbs is taking it more personal than Crockett, even though Crockett lost his partner. You know, Calderon specifically had his brother killed, so I feel like Tubbs wants it in a different way. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's revenge, but it's it's more personal than what Cro- Crockett still wants to uphold the law. Like they're arguing um, in the boat about you know, I'm calling the whistle, you're out of here. It's like you got to fall, you got to see this thing through. You know, you, you do that, and they're like Calderon's out of here. Well, because at that point they're they're so far deep into it that Tubbs would have to be there because he's part of that deal. That's going. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, which we didn't just... touch on that 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 Tubbs has got Calderon's, you know, goodies. You yeah. know, the, the money he's got the money that was supposed to buy Calderon's uh, drugs. So, you know, Calderon need, needs this money here. So uh, that's why you know it's important that Tubbs sticks around. That's why Calderon's still seeing this thing through with these apparent. Uh, out of towners, which is good. You're you're building the tension of having them both for their reasons. I'm upholding law. I want vengeance, but they're both in this undercover aspect. Tubbs, pretty far deep into it as well, having the money. So when you have that scene, I think that that's what makes that scene more effective. Is they also have that underlying this. It's like yeah, he lied to him, but then. Yeah. Here's this other shit. Like they, ha- they're they're still forced that they got to work together. And you can't help but wonder, like, is Tubbs gonna pull the trigger? Like when it comes down to it, like Crockett's like, I'm about upholding the law. You're you're out for vengeance. That that's just that's that's too da- too damn dangerous. I don't work that way. Yeah. And now you just get left thinking, like, okay, you know, who's gonna be the one pull the trigger? Is anyone gonna pull the trigger when it comes down to it? And uh, uh, so once they kind of get that squared away, that they're gonna go through with it, the deal's gonna happen. Um, this list of uh, numbers that they find in Leon's apartment is only uh, numbers, no names. And they get it broken down that there's a leak in the department, and one of them is Scott Wheeler, Crockett's old partner, who knows that Tubbs is a cop. Yeah. And is working for Calderon. Yeah. So what, the minute Tubbs figures that out, he gets a late message from one of the other uh, cops that Tubbs tried to call him, and he's got to go meet Trini DeSoto that the deal's going down right now. And there's a race against time to get there, and uh, the the woman shows up to uh, take him out. And just at that time, all the police cars show up, and uh, Tubbs Tubbs takes out uh, Trini DeSoto right there in the alleyway. Yeah, beautiful music cue too when he shoots him down. Like this, this is this, this, this little bit of Yon Hammer music that just kicks in for a moment. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just a cool little little musical beat there. But it's good build up attention. You know, yeah. Tubbs has no idea. You know what this is, and the, you know the audience sees this familiar face that has been associated with killings of Leon that uh, we just of, had. yeah, so not that yeah. long before. So that you had tense moment here, uh, pretty much the same thing, but this time it, it's Tubbs who you yeah. care about more than Leon. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's like oh shit, you know he doesn't know. I mean, like we and we don't know. You know, it's it's we just think it's a woman, and it turns out no, it's training. It's it's a nice little zinger there because they do a pretty good job, like. If you've never seen it, it's not focused on his face so much that way you can clearly tell you think it's just this Hispanic woman walking around and trying to pick up guys or I know or I know that body double was a woman. Oh yeah, that, yeah. It had way too nice feet for, for a guy. <laughs> hey, you don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe, really maybe nice. no, no guys yeah. you look that nice in you. <laughs> 
But uh, once they get that figured out, uh, they decide they know who the leak is in their department, who's been uh, kind of tipping people off on how Leon got killed. And they go to Scott's house to uh, while Scott's having a spaghetti dinner with his wife, daughter, and his son, who's in a wheelchair, yeah. painting up the pain that's going to be coming to this family here once they realize, uh, yeah, you've been selling out to Calderon. And that was Which a great scene. Which is funny scene. because that was kind of, you know, it hits on those notes in the beginning of the show and then a little bit with Crockett and then again at the end with, with him. So it's like this job fucks up families, basically. Is what oh, yeah. And making a point to say that, you know, we don't make much. These guys blow away this kind of mo- much money in a week having dinner, you know. That's when I gotta, it's established that they these guys are only making like thirty grand a year, and I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, even at even at eighties money, fuck that. Yeah, that's that ain't shit. No, it, but knowing the money's got to go in somehow to get these guys all these nice clothes and the cars and the boats and make them look like they're legit drug runners. Yeah, you know, so they they have to at least make it look like, you know, yeah, you know, that's probably that's about as close as they're going to get to living a lavish lifestyle is the pretend lifestyle they have to go through. Yeah, that's true. You know, but, but seeing the kid in the wheelchair, that's when it comes to the conversation of, oh, well, he had all these bills and all of this. And Crockett's like, how much? How much? And it was what, 75000 I believe so, yeah. And, and they the, the just want information. He wasn't asked to do anything. Just just give us some names of people and they'll they'll keep them taken care of. And they, they have that good exchange of uh, Crockett gets really pissed because you get that shot of the cops then pulling up in behind. Yeah. And, and well, he's freaking out like you got to help me out. Like I took a bullet for you, and, and you know the family's coming out to see what the hell's going on. Like Crockett just lunges the at whole him. Whole neighborhoods and coming out to yeah. Know what's going on? Watch this. I remember when my, my me and my brother watched that. He he remember he felt really bad for Scott because he just starts crying at the card. Yeah, it, I mean, my brother didn't say stuff like that. So I mean, for him to say this, like I felt felt kind of bad for the guy. Well, like, yeah, do you guys feel bad for him? Yeah, I he do. Was desperate and wasn't being paid enough. Had a sick kid at home. Didn't do Rick. the right thing, but but. Ran your stuffs out again. Oh. <laughs> Did you mute it? Like no, I didn't mute him. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Those earbuds are trash. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Come on, Ren. <laughs> nope. He can, he can, can hear you us. use sign language? <laughs> you can? No, he can hear us. Okay. We can't hear you, though. <laughs> well, You're killing our pilot episode here, Red. Well, while, while he tries to figure that out, uh, I felt a little bad for him. Like, you can't entirely feel terrible for him, given what he's done. But I think just he was... I don't think he was doing it for any sort of personal gain. It was more no. just trying to take care of his family. Yeah, exactly. it, it, do, it does paint the picture that these guys like Calderon and others, they look for weak links in police departments and vice squads. They look for someone who's struggling. Who do you think we can get to? Something they can exploit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we offer them this because they're struggling for an exchange of information or a favor here and there. And that those people that are desperate. You know, you see it, it's, a, it's one of those common tropes in cop it, movies yeah. and cop shows, you know, but uh, it, it, it works so damn well there, you know, because it just comes out of the blue, you know, that, oh, there's a leak. I'm like, holy shit, it's, 
you know, it's someone that Crockett's very close to, and uh, painting up that situation that he's a family man, he's a good man, and it's just out of like, oh my God, like we, we can't, pay, I can't make ends meet. So you can't help but feel for him a bit, even though fuck that guy, you know you. you well, and I understand because hey, look, he puts Tub in de- jeopardy. You can't, you can't really mm-hmm. side with someone who puts Tubbs in jeopardy, exactly, or Crockett, but- or anyone else for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I go at it like, uh, like I, I can't, I can't feel like what cops do every day. But I, I can, I can go by what we did in the military when I was active. Like if, if. If my battle buddy was going through some stuff, then we were both going through it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we had to speak to each other so that we could get the mission completed. So if if I find out that this guy that I trusted is giving the enemy our position, dude, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about your family. Yeah, your your fucking uh, your your little Timmy ass son over there. Uh, <laughs> In the wheelchair, I'm Uncle Scrooging the whole family before the dream. It's over for you, man. I hope I hope you save that money, and your wife can benefit from it. I, but but you are going to jail. I I completely understand and sympathize yeah. with that perspective. I, so I, Ren's pretty much playing the part of Crockett when Crockett's ch- choking the shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like you, you think about Crockett's lost his. His, his new partner, right? Like, mm-hmm. for whatever the reason, my old partner and I are not partners anymore, but we're still good friends. We get that we get that earlier on when, when they find out that they're both on the same case. Like, all right, are you, you're going to go get the bad guy. He's got your boat, man. Blah, 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 blah. And then now you find out that this guy you really fucking trusted didn't even have the common decency to come and say, dude, I fucked up, and I'm the reason... Your new yeah. partner's dead. Right. Like, guilt didn't come to you in the middle of the night and and, and force you to come and at least give me a fucking call and, and get on the run. Like, you know what's going down. Say, listen, man, you're, you're never going to see me, but here's the fucking deal. I got to get this shit off my chest before I go. Me and the family got to go. Called their own, sent me a fucking envelope. All he wanted was the information. I didn't mean the shit to happen. Don't wait for me to come get you, you know, and find out that you did it. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm with Ren now. I'm on team fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's convinced me now. <laughs> I felt oh, bad for the wrong. kids, but, but yeah. I yeah. And that, uh, yeah, and that's, what, that's what's supposed to feel, but I'm like, I, 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 I'm still team Crockett on it. Like, I'm like, you, you, you jeopardized, yeah. you know, our friendship, the department, the, everybody – for this, like, regardless of your situation, it's not good. Like, I feel bad because this guy has lost his family. He's lost his job. He's done. Yeah. He's done the rest of his life. And it, it God knows what he's going to leave his wife with. They have nothing. Do they ever come back to that in the series no. at all? Okay. No. No. That, th- no. That, that would have been, like, an interesting thing, depending on how much jail time he would have gotten. It's like Oh, oh there, got- there, there are so many little snippets of characters that they play off. And occasionally you will get a villain that shows up again. Or a character that may get referenced or show up again, but there are so many things that you could have followed up on. That's why I would just like before we did this uh, episode, I just thought like th- there could be 
prequel stories for Castillo and various other characters, like Pam Greer's character. I would love to have seen mm. a spinoff yeah. series with, with Pam Greer's character yeah. because she's such a, you know, she goes above the law in all three of her appearances mm. in Miami Vice. Like she, she does shit that she's going a little too far with it. And it, 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 it love to see the layers, her, the textures of w- what's pushing her to go as far as she does. Even though in their first episode, we clearly understand why she goes o- over the edge for that one. But the others, it's like, it's, you know, there's a lot more to that character. Like, God, she should have gotten her own series. But at know? the same time, too, uh, when it comes to prequel stuff, these uh, that those could be things that could have well, been just best left. Uh, and, and when you, I, I guess what I say is like when you watch The Thing or Alien or The, or the Idea the first, is cool. The ideas are fun because when you watch Castillo, especially. When you, you get his history of being in the Golden Triangle or his time overseas, you know, working with various other people, how, you know, the, the undercover work with the CIA, like all of his connections and his back history, it's like, Jesus Christ, like you could tell so many awesome stories of just the Golden Triangle alone of his mission that was, you know, set up before, you know, he was, you know, considered dead. Uh, and uh, the character that Dean Stockwell plays in the episode Bushido, like his, his best friend. That they were all connected back there in that time, and uh, General Lao Lee, and there's just so much stuff that you know that guy has got so much of a past. When you watch the show, oh god, yeah, you know it's like God, like what kind of? Sh- he's such a hardened guy. Like he shows no emotions, very little. He'll smile on occasion. He'll even give someone a hug from time to time. But the man, like you can just tell, he's seen so much shit. He's like, I, I look. He looks at everyone else like. Uh, no, I know how to respond to this, and he's unemotional about everything because he's seen so much shit. You can tell he's seen so much shit. Yeah, and that's just like, oh my god! Like, I would love to see that expanded in a yeah, you know, a backstory like with Edward James almost because he had creative control over the character on the show. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. I so had a he feeling did, he did. Yeah, anything yeah. that he didn't want to do or he wanted to characters on the show. He's, he's oh my so god. Perfect. He's, I, he's I just tell, I'm just like watching, like he could stare a hole in your fucking soul when he like stares <laughs> oh, that, at people. That's what he's known for. He'll either is like it, not look at them at all, and then when he does, it's like, okay, I don't yeah. want that dude to look at me like that. Yeah, he's gonna kill you. Uh, he's got such <laughs> an iconic first appearance, and it, it just sets the oh, tone so like for the rest of the show. Like, the guy won an Emmy for the for that character too, and deservedly so. But, fuck uh, Wheeler, man. Fuck him. Rotten. Yeah, rotten yeah. Scott Wheeler, him. Get him out of here because we got to get <laughs> in the air tonight. Montage. Fuck him, man. Tiny Tim. Well, let's, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's talk about that montage, dude. Like, uh, yeah, as, as they're carrying away Scott Wheeler in uh, handcuffs, that, that, that beat starts to kick in. And then you <laughs> cut to the front of the car. Yeah, yeah, and the wheels are turning, heading in the dark streets of Miami. It's cracking toes, wind blowing in their hair. Deucin, is it not, you know, movie magic to see this this montage? Did he fall asleep? Deucin, wake up! Matt, he's... he's (laughs) (laughs) I imagine he's sitting with his mouth wide open the entire time. Did you fall asleep? No, no, no. He sounds like he did, no. He sounds like he's just waking up. It's four. We gotta get. We gotta get. Do right some more. And more. I. I. I keep forgetting. Yeah, he's staying up to the the ass crack of dawn to do this with us. Yeah. What? So, what, what did you yeah, think of the, in the air tonight? Uh, <laughs> I. It was great. 
<laughs> there you have it, people. It was no UFO, but it was great, right, Deuce? <laughs> It was yes. great, especially when the UFO came over and like. Oh yeah, was, and the the others were like, "Man, that's really fucking cool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, those guys are just like the epitome of fucking cool. Oh I do, yeah, I do like uh, it. Does get reused often? Uh, the the shots uh, the, of the car get uh, used. The car, to... the, well, the first person view of going through the yeah. running the lights, etc. They they yeah. reuse that a lot, but there's just something about that uh, that angled front tire shot when the the song's starting and then when it's building we get the shot and as tyler was saying the wind blowing through the hair yeah no you know, you it, know it, I, it, it just like ahead. shit's going it, like you it, all this building up mm-hmm. getting it, to it, know these characters they're, they're finally a cohesive unit now they've settled their shit all the cards are on the table like the we he's fucking gone now he's going to jail we we got that guy out of here all the other pieces are gone that were getting in the way and now it's just the moment's here all that build up for that and then you have that song and that little so yeah they they both both you get their looks on their face like we don't know if we're going to come back from this and that that's when they they pull up and yeah makes the phone call yeah to his uh his uh soon-to-be ex-wife just wanting to verify if they did have a that genuine. It was a genuine love at one point, and she like, no, no, it was it was real. We shared a, a genuine love together, and just wants to know that he had something legit in case he. This is it, you know, and that's just a a nice moment that is underexplained. You know, they don't go into great detail about it. It's just a quick phone call, and you see it on his face. And, and he doesn't even say bye or like I love you or anything. No, just, the, I think he, he pretty much just says like okay, and then just hangs up the yeah. phone. Like, yeah, and then gets in the car, and that's when the, the the high point of the song kicks in. And let me tell you, man, when that when that part of the song kicks in, when I'm driving or whatever, and, and my mom still remembers <laughs> to this day when it would come on the radio, we had to keep driving until the song was over. Nice. You know? <laughs> oh, and, yeah, and she remembers that. I was like, oh no, no, because she liked the song too. Me and my brother both were such vice. But man. wait, no. Tyler, you that's don't cool. think about the the movie The Hangover and Mike Tyson's like, I really like this part, and he does the drum part in the air. No, I don't think about that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I haven't either, Rebecca, and I'm going to keep it that way. Fuck those movies. I think that that part was in the trailer, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Well, we'll, what little we'll watch it. We'll watch it. it after. I don't the even show. think I've seen the trailer. The Hangover is a good movie, man. It's funny. Oh, of course, Ren would say that. When did it come it's, out? Who's in it? Uh, it's funny. It's Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, and and that J- J- Johnny Galecki or whatever the fuck his name is. Johnny. I don't know what his. Johnny Galecki. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Galapanakis? Zach Galapanakis? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny then... Galecki. You're talking about <laughs> Big Bang Theory over there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Hangover came out in 2009. So, yeah, fuck this movie. Quite some, quite some. I mean, it's not a. Te- the first one's not terrible. It's it's pretty funny to me. It's all right. It's, it's like childish funny, and I like childish funny. That, now, if I watch and, childish, uh, I'm gonna watch Problem Child. That's childish funny. Problem Child. Problem Child. No, watch um, uh, time, time travel, hot tub, time machine. Oh, that, that I did watch. That's that pretty one. funny. That's funny. <laughs> Tyler's like, I got all these crap ass yeah. movies that Ren likes. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, nah, I'll, I'll just watch an Apple Brown. Uh, <laughs> or look at his butthole. How come, yeah, how come you I'll can't watch anything I like? Tyler. 
Tyler. All right, yeah, uh, all right. Tyler. Cra- if Rick, all right, all right, you got me. Ren will watch anything. We were like, hey, check what, this out. Which, yeah, watch. yeah. Which Ren has yet to watch Dino Riders yet. So I, I got to get him I on that. But Dino, Dino Riders interests. And, and I want to tell you, I watched it twice because I forgot I watched it the first time. I watched it twice. <laughs> well, did you like it the second time? <laughs> no. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> uh, well, let's go ahead and get to the God. finale, uh, the ending of this this episode, where they're. they're but there. everybody just needs to look that scene up because it, it's just yes. so iconic. Yeah, oh, it's you, on YouTube. You can just look yeah, up. Just I mean, look and, up that and there's scene. so yeah, and there's so many great clips of of there's a, a Miami Vice channel that someone has put together a really wonderful like clips, assorted clips of various episodes, and 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 you know that's that's um. I subscribe to that show because they were always uploading all kinds of cool clips and shit like that. But uh, if you're not um, gonna watch the show, but we suggest you watch the show because yes. it is go go to Tubi phenomenal. and watch it for free. It's better than most of the shit that comes out today. Yeah, and it's cool cops with awesome music and, and hot '80s women. How the hell can you not like it? You know, and great and great guest stars. Some stars awesome before they stars. were stars. Absolutely. The only thing I, I I will say the only thing that will make it better it, it is a good show. Okay. Okay. All right, Tyler, you happy? All right. The only thing that'll make it better is titties. Fucking titties. That's yeah, right. Could, that. you could do that. Oh, wait, there, there is the uh, when Crockett and Tubbs are having a little conversation. There is that statue that they. Uh, she's yeah. topless there. It's a statue, so there are titties technically. Well, I mean, you see plenty. I mean, like the, the episode of uh, 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 Rising Sun of Death. Like the 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 the, the Yakuza are running a strip club. And there's this awesome sequence of these beautiful women in, in these assorted, like, you know, strip, uh, stripper outfits. Like, it, to play to Flesh for Fantasy by Billy Idol, fucking rocks. And it's just all these hot girls. Uh, you know what? I'm going to send it to Ren right now as we're sitting there talking. <laughs> I've got the clip. I, I, I know where it's at, so I'm going to find it, send it to him. So, but uh, hey, let's, let's, let, yeah, let's not slow uh-oh. it down here. Yeah, I think his, I think his earbuds <laughs> fucked oh. up again. Well, while while you send that to Ren, let's go ahead and talk about the that that ending meetup after the montage is over with. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Putting all our sickies up here again. I see. I'm not sick anymore. Hopefully. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got I got to keep you guys up there. You can't get. <laughs> don't get qu- you guys sick. He's quarantining us. Yeah, don't get us, don't get us inspected <laughs> down here. I, I mean, Deucin might be getting sick because he was already dozing off during. The yeah, he's all. No, me and John both got sick. I felt bad because John was just sitting there on the couch and he was just sweating. I was like, "You got a fever? I'm like, Ugh. you're not even moving and you're just sweaty." Yeah. So he, he was, was like nasty. He was like Tubbs in the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like, like someone's watching, watching him, and Rebecca's just staring at him the whole time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, as, as we uh, we approach uh, the finale of this, as uh, Crockett and Tubbs hijack the boat that's supposed to go be called around for the drop off, and uh, we got a big standoff, you know, between yeah. uh, Calderon's crew and Crockett and Tubbs, and you know who's going to shoot first. And Tubbs take a shot in the arm, and all hell breaks loose. And uh, well, because they they grabbed a couple of, of of his guys, yeah, and Crockett and Tubbs got it, and it's like, hey, Miami Vice, and then they don't give a fuck. They shoot those nope. guys. Then you have the gunfight. Tubbs, Tubbs takes the bullet. It, it, you couldn't tell initially. I didn't know where he got hit exactly until you see him in the sling after that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I thought he maybe took it like in the abdomen or something. But fortunately, it was an arm shot, even though yeah. not that it makes it any easier to hold a gun, you know, that requires two hands. But uh, Calderon takes off, and you have this nice sequence, like going through the shadows of the shipyard, you know, as he's being uh, hunted down by Crockett and Tubbs. And uh, when Calderon turns around, boom, there's both barrels of, the, of Tubbs' famous shotgun, like just pointing right at him and just mocks Tubbs, like, all right, you got me. I'll be out on bail. Let's get this shit over with. And and then that quickly fades into genuine fear. Yeah, because Tubbs is not saying anything, just the guns pointing at him. And you can just tell there's that, that antiness, like, oh, my God, I so want to do this right now. Like, And it just you can see, like, going through his head before Crockett even shows up, like, not like this, dude. Don't, don't do this, man. Let's, let's put him away. And a nice little fake of, like, the shotgun does go off. Calderon's like, oh my god, and it just no, he's not hit. The police take him away. And, uh, 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 this the part here is what get like even watching it last night, and I feel like this, motherfucker. Yeah, this, I think the watching this first episode, this may have been my third or fourth time viewing it. Still felt yeah. the same way, just getting pissed yeah. off. They're like, God, they had him, son of a bitch. <laughs> these dumbass cops. These oh, I wouldn't call them cops. Oh, yeah, these dumbass good. guards. Yeah, well, when they say a, a judge a comes in that's been bought, you know, judge, like, yeah. yeah, a judge comes in at that hour of the night to you know, release him on bail. They didn't even uh, get a name. There's nope. a judge. And, just, and then it's just a race against time. Like, holy shit, we got to catch him. And he takes off in, a, in a, uh, a boat plane. And they just stand there at the edge of the water. As yeah. It starts to go yeah, away. it just takes off. And they're like, you know, and, tu- and Crockett's even like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, he's thinking of Tubbs as you know, loss of, like, we, we lost the guy that killed my brother. Like, he, even that moment, like, I'm sorry, dude. And Todd was like, eh, it's not your fault. Like, they, it's just, like, there's that sim- sympathy towards each other. Like, you know, t- he's like, Tubbs are not taking it personal, but, t- you know, cry. I just I just feel like they're, they're really, they're, their friendship is coming to its, 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 its highest point that it just sets the tone for the rest of the show. Like, we're in this together from here on out. So, like, the highs and the lows. But Crockett also makes a point to say he'll be back. Yeah, it, it's Miami. Yeah, they, they, they he'll be back. New name, you know. It's and, and he will. He'll come back in a few more episodes and yeah. a very good two-parter. Yeah. yeah. Which Brand, uh, you get your you get your audio back. He can't even hear us now. Did you get your audio back? No. I don't know. Uh, it went out again. Yeah, uh, those earbuds are trash, man. Stolen from Joe. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, he, he got pissed off. I'm sorry, Ren. Please, uh, please don't, uh, please don't finish my, or please finish my shirt. <laughs> I like the last bit of a dialogue though, as they're driving away. We're crying. Oh yeah. You ever thought about uh, a how- career in southern law enforcement? Yeah. It's like you're maybe. Like, you're like, maybe. oh shit. Yeah. So for someone who like, if you were watching that movie in '84. It had, and you know, because it premieres in September, and yeah. the series would come on. I think another by the month or so later, like you'd be like, "Holy shit! Like we got to have more of this." Mm-hmm. You know, is this gonna be a series or something like that? And and the, and the series kicks off with uh, an awesome episode, "Heart of Darkness," where Al Bundy shows up as a uh, mm-hmm. a rogue FBI agent in a great episode, which goes into the whole thing that we were talking about earlier about them being choosing this career that sometimes it just takes a hold of them and yeah they, and pulls they just them become, over 
it become they become that person. Which I, I you know, I I I don't think I don't know if I've ever told Nathan this, and Rebecca definitely know, Ren definitely doesn't know, and Deuce definitely doesn't know. This will get addressed in a big way further into the show. Like in a, oh in a, yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, in a in a very and it's it's done so so wonderfully too. Like, yeah, I'm like I, I can't wait for our gang we're, to like we're back get, get there. Oh yeah, like it's 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 so fucking cool. Like it, it's done so so awesome. Yeah, I I I, I, I she's. Her and Ren are like, and I want Deucin to watch more. I want our listeners to watch more. So without spoiling anything, I'll just say what happens in episode two happens in a big way later on in the show. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. And it fucking rocks. Spoilers <laughs> for a show that's been out well over 30 years. Yeah. But a lot of people. What season like, is tr- it in? Season five or season four into five. Into Ooh. So it's like two parter. Yeah. Uh, what a cliffhanger! Uh, actually, it it's it's kind of the seeds. I, I'll just say like season four shit goes down, gets worse, and then it's like holy shit! How does this get any worse? Oh, it and then it does over the edge. Yeah, yeah, and there's repercussions of it and everything. Like they they carry that on. At once that that part of the story concludes, like there are repercussions to that. Nice. So, and it's 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 awesome, dude. It's, right, it's Rebecca, so fucking cool. You got some more watching to do. Come on, call into work tomorrow, and you and John just stay <laughs> up all night and finish the whole series. Uh, Ren, Ren, you Facetime with him as you're sitting there drawing Spawn. You know, you guys just sit there and just go back and forth. <laughs> you know. You know. I think his audio, yeah, his audio went out again. Well, damn. Well, no. All right, I'm gonna. Take a yeah. quick bathroom break before we well, start heading the wrap up there. Yeah, well, while Tyler goes and does that, if if uh, Ren gets his audio, if you want to try to get it, or if you just want to come back in without any earbuds and see how that works, we can do that. But uh, much like all the other shows that we do on this channel, go ahead and leave some questions in the chat, and we'll go ahead and address some of those if you guys want to ask us about anything, not just Miami Vice. I already have one from Febmon that I saved earlier, but I'll wait for Tyler and Ren to come back. All right. You guys should be able to hear me now, huh? Yeah, you're... you're there you go. Yeah. I'm good. It sounds yep. different, but yeah, at least we can, we can hear you. Yeah, every time I got a message on my phone, the uh, earbuds were trying to figure out which one to connect to. Ah. Uh, so it would... It would cut off the iPad, so I've got to uh, I've got to figure out how my settings were. Oh, oh, Ren! I know technology and old people. <laughs> uh, you're pretty good with technology, though, Ren. Yeah, I know how to uh, Google shit. <laughs> yeah, because that that takes so much effort yeah i know how to work uh youtube <laughs> do you yeah, you yeah sure? I, I, fuck it i'll look i search everything i search everything on youtube buddy oh so maybe that's what it was too this last time like tyler messaged you the link and then that because uh tyler sent your back 
when Ren would get a message on his phone, that's what was messing up his. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So every every time I was getting a a, a message, uh, a Facebook message or something, it would it would ding, and then I would go out. The headphones would go out. All right. Well, I just remember to stop doing that shit uh, while we're doing the live. It podcast. usually doesn't. It usually doesn't bother them. Like it, it, once once I connect to the iPad, it's usually connected to the iPad. It doesn't try to connect to the phone at that point. So I, I don't know what what's going on. With yeah, it. that's weird. Yeah, I even turned off my Bluetooth on the phone. Yeah, it, it was still doing it. Okay. Well. Yeah. That's well, maybe it's just maybe it's just kind of a one-time thing, you know, because we've that's done this before. It's never happened. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stream Streamyard being being silly. Here, <laughs> here's a question from Febmon. Is wanting to know about the next time or, or that we do St. Vitus Nights. Next time, uh, can Tyler and Ren cosplay <laughs> as Crockett and Tubbs? <laughs> maybe Rebecca can make costumes for them if needed. They wouldn't really need costumes made. They could just go get a pastel shirt and put wear. Oh, which I, 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 I think I've got like a, a teal shirt somewhere. I think I just need like a white, a white blazer, white, white blazer. I don't yeah, because I'd be able to find anything at like a, a thrift store or anything. You might be. I, I've often That'd wanted to like, awesome. just one one time be able to dress up like like Rocket. Like I, I just I, I just wear like the, the white linen. It? I don't know. I just feel like well, what am I gonna do with it? You know, I just <laughs> I just kind of feel like you know I'm like look, I can't I walk. Look, I, look I can't cool. walk. Well, well, yeah, look cool with the pe- I just I don't. Know, I just feel like where would I wear it to? Like go go to the mall. Go, I'm gonna go to Kroger and then, go go, <laughs> go, <laughs> go and walk around. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, go go around our jacket. Oh, go run our dead ass mall with some sunglasses. You know, I'm asking the performance. You know, yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the no socks. Oh, which my uncle Roger had those kind of shoes that Crockett wears. For, uh, uh, I mean, for uh, up, up until his death. Yeah, like those white slip on shoes. I swear, like he's wearing Crockett shoes, <laughs> and he was wearing them for years. And like I never saw him to buy, but uh, yeah, it'd be awesome because I like to yeah. wear linen shorts. I love linen shorts. So having linen pants with the yeah. The blazer then hell i like wearing stubble all the time too anyway so oh I'll grow it out a little more make it darker well Dark it's kind of blondish brown like it doesn't get like it now if i shave it and oh, let it grow in a little bit it'll look dark and then just, once the hair grows out just a little dye bit, it like hulk hogan rand's got to let his hair grow out that way he can have some jerry curls like like tubs does yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say Nathan was at the beginning of this episode. That little shot of uh, Brad Dourif talking to Don oh Johnson, God. like, yeah, <laughs> it's Nathan. Nathan is a drug dealer on my yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, I love. Um, it. Here's a question from Oliver Belmont. Besides my advice, what other potential '80s police detective TV series did you watch back then? Would you possibly review any of them on the channel? Uh, Vices. Uh, I've never watched. Honestly, I've never seen an episode of Magnum PI. I, I'm ashamed to say that. I uh, never watched uh, T.J. Hooker. Um, I never watched Remington Steel, which is not really a cop show. But uh, I was—I mean, Miami Vice was the only show. I, I had a T-shirt that said Miami Mice. It was a two mice dressed up as Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> Why? You know, that, like, that, was that, the only, that is only, dog shit, man. <laughs> I, I was three. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I was three years old. Oh, oh, I was thinking when you're That's talking adorable. about. No, <laughs> no. I no, but thinking... I, I, I I did find that that uh, that design on T Public. I'm like, oh, holy like, shit! Well, go ahead and buy it and wear it. So I'm be like, that's a dog shit. John made a joke today. He's like, what? Miami mice. He's oh, like, God. what if it's Miami Vice but mice? 
drawn like the Great Mouse Detective. I'm like, I bet that exists. And well, I, hell, the Muppet Babies parodied uh, my advice on, on one episode of Muppet Babies. That's awesome. Like, like, like Fozzie and, and Rolf are dressed up as Crockett and Tubbs trying to get Nanny's special secret. And they're driving <laughs> awesome. the boat, going, going through town and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That kind but, of rules. But yeah. that that T-shirt idea, even though yeah. you were three dog yeah. shit. But the way that you said it, I was like, oh, is this one of the ones that you bought in like high school or something? You found no, God no, no. <laughs> it was, I I wore that shirt shirt so proudly when I was little. Like I that my my little yellow Thundercat shirt. I was like, I'm I'm the proudest motherfucker on the planet right now with my T-shirts. <laughs> and I remember when I outgrew them, my mom gave them away. I'm like, no, no, you tell me you can't wear those anymore. <laughs> But anyway, I feel like I've no, seen I, the Miami Mice shirt. Yeah, I, I feel like no. that was kind of a uh, an eighties thing. Like it was something yeah. you probably would have seen. Because mm. uh, yeah. the parody shirts, shirts like yeah. we would get in the nineties yeah. with like Looney Tunes. Yeah, like, a lot of the parody shirts. Yeah, like but uh, yeah, Miami Vice was the only cop show I had an interest in watching as a kid, and to this day, it's the only show I'm like. The, how they dress, the look, all the music. Like that's. I'm sorry. I, ah. Anything else would be, you know. Uh, I, not to say because I, I know there's some other good. I, I tried watching Columbo. That's an '80s cop show, but you know. But I'm like, I, it's kind of hard to you know branch off when you have a show is as cool as a. Uh, is that your boy Ren? Tell him I said hey. <laughs> He's telling you, Daddy, you need to get to bed. <laughs> oh, we can't hear Ren now. And did, did we lose you again? <laughs> oh no, there we go. I can hear you again. So I, I think, I think my sons. Mine are in here. I haven't touched them. And it connected. And I think it was my son's earbuds. So he's trying to, to sleep and he's got his earbuds in and all he can hear is he's our not show. He's fucking trying to sleep, the little jackass. Wait, he's like, Dad, some of us have to work the next day. <laughs> where did the, the did I don't know. What? Thumb yeah, the thumb yeah, where did that thumb come from? I have no idea. That popped up over there. His house is the aliens. I didn't do anything. <laughs> It's the aliens. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's James Brown as an alien. You know, he's coming we in. We should have talked about show. the fucking aliens. Yeah, I, I don't know what. <laughs> now I've not gone to the UFO episode, by the way. I'm not. I'm curious what the fuck it is. It's in season four. You got a ways to go. Okay. Oh yeah, there's Don with a uh, Miss Aww. Piggy there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were they were the biggest shit in the eighties, man. I mean, they were culture phenomenon. This show. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. People, guys yeah. dressed like them. The music, the people. Were, I mean, the music was. There's certain songs made for the show by by the top tier artists and stuff like, like that. Phil like Collins, Phil Collins, example. like would yeah. would write songs for the show, and so would other other artists. They'd show up on the show, and it's almost like, hey, if you you got a popular song, it's going to show up on Miami Vice. There are so yeah. many one like one hit wonders or random eighty songs, like Dangerous Game by Tommy Shaw or Underneath the Radar. In season five, like songs I had never heard of that I, I watched on the show. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell is that song? Yeah. And you, songs you never heard ever play on the radio, you know, mm -hmm. as a kid or even a later date. And like, it, it's it's a uh, uh, a rabbit hole of music, if anything else. Yeah. If, 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 you I'm know, surprised uh, to see Power Station on there. Oh, I, yeah. I was really yeah. surprised to see John Taylor on there. Cause... Yeah, and, and that's a fun little sequence, too. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually, I think they changed the name of it, but there's a Spotify playlist that has pretty much all the songs. Oh, yeah. All the licensed music throughout the series. So yeah. you can look on there and, and check that out. It's, it's pretty badass. Oh, it's awesome. So much good music from, from classics to maybe songs you never even heard of, but like 
like Russ Ballard had some really good songs, like, you know, Voices, Your Time Is Gonna Come, you know, just, they're, they're played so perfectly during, like, scenes of danger or, you know, or just moments, it just looks cool. It's a club scene or it's, mm-hmm. you know, a meeting sequence or something like that, you know, it's just, it's just a very fitting music. They were really good at picking out the right kinds of music for a lot of these scenes. Yeah. Or like, like when, when Pam Grier's sister, younger sister gets killed by a supposed drug overdose, I want to know what love is is playing yeah. as the build up before she ODs and Tubbs gets the news and Valerie's like, what, what is it? And you're like, Oh my God. Like this is yeah. like the perfect song for like losing <laughs> her sister. To, uh, uh, you know, uh, then they're having the Don Totoro. Like they're having the best night ever. And then they get yeah. the news. It's like, Oh fuck. Fuck. You know, it's like, yeah, they had some good horizontal rumba and like, what? This is bullshit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Gavin, who did the AI story last week, he wanted me to tell Tyler that's awesome. He knows the Order of Death song from Pill. That was a great episode too. Oh yeah, that's uh, that, that song fucking rocks, dude. It's uh, what is the name of the band? I'll, I'll bring it up real quick. So that way, if you don't even have to like watch the episode, I can just give you the, the song real quick for anyone who wants to listen to it. It's called um, oh no, the Order Order of Death. That that's from Little Miss Dangerous. And then underneath the radars by Underworld, those two songs right there, like th- those are some bad, you know, those are, you know, Miami Vice songs. Question from Philippe. Been on a GI Joe kick because classic yeah. figures. So I want to know who's your favorite Joe and Cobra. Ooh. I got a bunch of both. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, yeah. Pick one from either side. Well, Gun to your head. I won't go with the cliches because Storm Shadow Snake Eyes, like, they're always top tier anyway. Um, I like Mercer a lot uh, from the 87 way because he's a, a former Viper turned uh, G.I. Joe. And then, um, you know, I, I've always been a big Boa fan. Absolutely. And Croc Master. Like, some, some of the more odder ones. That, to me, people just shit on. Like, no, that makes sense to me. But there's so many good ones. There's so many great villains. Like, people shit on so many of them. But like, no, I think they're awesome. A lot of I mean, you could break it down. Like, I mean, Flint's Flint's like the best. I think he's better than Duke, in my opinion. But I'm I mean, we could spend all favorite Joe for me, just because it was my favorite Joe figure. Chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! See, Ren, what's, your, Ren, what's yours, Ren? Mutt. Oh, I like Mutt. Yeah, Mutt and Junkyard. Yeah. Yeah, Mutt and Junkyard were the best. And then uh, Destro. Oh, Destro's a uh, Destro yeah. fucking rocks. What about you, Deucin? Leatherneck. Leatherneck, really? Yes, he's a badass. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I, that's, that's cool that he picked Leatherneck. I mean, Leatherneck looks like he'd be played by Jesse Ventura. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, I get yeah, he's got a big, deep voice, and he comes with the same gun that Arnold used in Predator. Like, it's just awesome. So, yeah, Leatherneck's a cool character. Question from a JSP. Who do you guys, gal, have a bigger man crush crush what? on more? Sonny Crockett or Harry Callahan? What you compare Dirty Harry and Sonny Crockett? Yeah. Well, th- I think I think Rebecca needs to answer that because I don't have a I, you know. Definitely you know, Sonny Crockett. Yeah. Well, no, who's? I mean, nobody's cooler than Sonny Crockett. You know, I mean, I, I, it's just you know him and Tubbs. Like the better no question would have been Tubbs or Sonny, and that's hard to choose. Yeah. You have to break down like 
the pros and cons, which to me that they're they're, yeah, they're pretty Sonny, much. Yeah, Sonny's like, oh, he's got that bad boy kind of rough around the edges things. Uh, Tubbs, Tubbs more likes to have a good time. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's hard. They're two. <laughs> they're two sides of the same coin. Crockett and yeah. Tubbs are like. <laughs> Ren, who would you want to fuck more, Crockett or Tubbs? <laughs> <laughs> and they show that picture of Joe. You know, right behind. <laughs> well, there, I was but, yeah. thinking about it, but I won't. I'll spare him this week. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I, like, I, thought, I was like, all right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, Deuce, Deuce and Hua, who do, who do you have a bigger man crush on? No comment. Uh, <laughs> okay. He'll get back to us next week. <laughs> uh, but JSP follows up a serious question. Couldn't Crockett have worn neon colored socks to match the neon colored shirt? Would have been much less disgusting. No, he didn't wear socks because it was too hot. That, that was the only yeah, reason he didn't wear, wear socks. socks. Yeah, then. but then he would have stinky feet and stinky shoes. They didn't wear yeah. socks. Well, he, I mean, Tubbs wore socks, but... Well, that like, was the style. If you wore a certain jacket and stuff, you didn't wear socks. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree. I, the only problem you run... Yeah, yeah, the only problem you run into, you do it too much, the shoes start to well, it, it, well, and blisters when you don't have a lot of protection on your feet. But like you said, it he depends did on it the as, shoe. Depends on the shoe. True, but he did it as a means of like adapting to the the heat in Miami. Like he just like I got to take the socks off. It's too damn hot yeah. to be running around. So the and honestly, just the an socks accident. with it would have looked worse. Yeah, I think so. Too. Yeah, yeah. So it made it like iconic fashion. Yeah, very much so. And just knowing that both both of them, like they had different outfits in every episode. Like just mm-hmm. you know, what they wore is like what was the next year's, you it know, latest good. lineup. Yeah. How much was the salary? Oh my god, dude. I I, I don't know. I mean I, I just feel like the, the, there was so much that went into the wardrobe alone. You, you, and it was a big about budget. No, 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 no. In the story. Uh, like into the show. Oh, like we talked how, about how, that yeah. earlier when you were asleep. It was uh, thirty thousand dollars a year is what they were making. Is that is that enough uh, for them to buy the whole wardrobe? I don't know. No, got, I, I, I think a lot of stuff. Department. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff, like the car, like I said, his Daytona Spite, all it was probably confiscated, you know, and given to them because they have to maintain a certain look. So I'm sure there's certain so, things. So basically, you're you're saying that uh, they're wearing clothing of the drug dealers. Yeah. Well, no, I. Uh, I wouldn't say. Well, I'm sure not every drug dealer wears the same size jacket as Crockett and Tug. No, so. yep. oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, no yeah. I would, I would go with the thing that the department yep. foots the bill for yep, all yep, of that. Yep, 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 yep. The cars. Uh, now yep, the car. Yep, yep, yep. The, all right, Nathan, you know what to do there. Yeah. <laughs> Take you out of here, Ren. Um, I'll be good. I'll be good. So, friends, kick your ass. The the cars, I would imagine. Would easily have come from other yeah. buses. Like, go ahead and use this. But I think the clothing they probably the department had to pick out themselves. Yeah, yeah, like they, they're, w- they're footing the bill for it. I would, I would yeah. assume. Uh, let's go but ahead. They uh, they draw the line uh, with the stock with the socks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he probably has socks, but he's like, I'm not going to wear it because then it would be too hot. Yeah. Or he like told said, him that, it's like no more socks. Yeah, th- that that was a legit reason, like making the show. Don took the socks off because it was too much to deal with the heat when they were filming the show. So it's yeah, because they did actually film on location in in Miami. All, every episode was filmed in Miami, so it's it was just a response. It wasn't like his outfit was designed to look like that. He's like, I'm just not wearing socks, and I'm just gonna run around 
as that, and it just became this big fashion trend of wearing mm. these kind of sle- uh, linen pants and jackets with no socks. And it you was, know what? I'm going to beat Tyler to the punch. I think I'm just going to go buy the outfit and go walk around the mall. Yeah. Okay. You can come join me if you want to. Uh, I'll okay. take. I'll, I'll do one comment here from Al- Oliver Belmont, and then a question from Gavin directed towards Ren, and we'll go ahead and we'll wrap oh, it up. Yeah. Uh, here's a comment from Oliver Belmont. Uh, the 2006 Miami Vice film with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx was good, but it would have been better if there was a cameo scene with Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas. I was actually thinking about, because I've, I've never watched that movie. Yeah, I, I was thinking about buying the, the Blu-ray of it just to just to watch it, just so I could form an opinion on it. It's a fun, it's a fun watch. I, I think retrospectively, maybe at the time, I know Tyler at the time didn't like it, but I think maybe... Maybe not so much for him, but it might benefit me more watching it all these almost 20 years later now coming back. I might have a, a little bit more of an appreciation for it. And I wanted to like, I bought the movie poster and everything because I'm like, I, I really but, wanted it. It's Michael yeah. Mann directing it. I, I really, I want opening day. I just felt like. I just like, don't see eh. how like a modern movie could capture what Miami, it works best as what it is in the time capsule that it was in. So I don't well, I, see I, how. I felt like they could have, and I remember like being misled because I remember there was these behind-the-scene pictures of Colin Farrell dressed up in a white suit with the teal undershirt, oh. with his hair pulled back and like a slight ponytail, and he was smoking a cigarette on a dock. I'm like, okay, if that's what they're kind of going for, like a throwback to that. I'm I like, have to okay. Google that because I forget who Colin Farrell is. Well, he's he's pretty forgettable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but, I've not but, seen anything for this movie, by the way. Well, yeah. It, it okay, can, it, Colin Farrell. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> of course was, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. The guy, when you want to remake something, you I cast Colin Farrell. That, this is true. Yeah, but it's pretty much a take on the episode Smuggler's Blues, which is a great episode. It is. But, um, Good song, too. Know, it, it is. And it's, it's you know, it has its moments, but overall, I don't know. I just felt some of it just didn't deliver and not i thought jamie fox being cast as tells was like oh it's, i'm on board with that he i was not a fan of looking at the posters i mean well the poster was cool nice it was a cool looking, you know but uh, and the way they dress in the movie like when they're having you know meetings and stuff like that they they look like up-to-date drug runners who are dressing stylish mm-hmm. you know but i don't know i, I just might take um, it a shot. Yeah. yeah i mean i, I wouldn't mind revisiting it because it's been so long since i've watched it too just because you know, um, but I, mean, I, I still, I it's still something we should my... all do together. Uh, I have no problem doing Let's that. Have a watch we'll party. review it on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, just do a watch party together. <laughs> I've never done a watch party. Oh yeah, what you, sure. What are you talking about? We we watch uh, watch He Man and Share on this. No, podcast no, no, home. like a like a real watch movie. party. When you, uh, I think some channels you have where you can you can add people into yeah. watch. At the uh, same time with you. Well, there's a thing with uh, with Twitch and Amazon. If the movie's playing on Prime Video, you can I, yeah. I, like I, I I could log in and I think sh- like share it with you guys and we could all watch it together. Yeah. But it, unfortunately, that movie's not streaming anywhere on a service. You have to just pay for it digitally, and gotcha. that's why I was thinking about getting the Blu-ray because it's just cheaper out of that option but there's also the unrated version of it and the theatrical version which apparently are very different well the unrated has like an, the it's a throwback to the great mccarthy episode where they actually do this like the speedboat race yeah that's how the movie opens up originally was as kind of a throwback to the great mccarthy episode hmm. and and i'm saying we could do that on discord as well but that, that that's 
Come on, I gotta get I gotta get a couple of fossils and a guy that doesn't know what he's doing with computers and stuff. Which is which? Uh, I'll, yeah, leave, that, I'll, I'll leave that up to you guys. Actually, Joe or Joe already has an account there. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe's a step ahead. So I don't know. You guys figured out much yourselves. So I will finish it off with this question from Gavin, and this is directed towards Rand Tyler. If you want to jump in on, I because I feel like you probably have an answer for this too. Uh, Ren, if you could reboot any obscure superhero, who would it be? Ooh. Honestly, like a TV one, uh, any, any the, obscure, like uh, the greatest American hero. <laughs> oh, now the song stuck in my head. Oh, yeah, it's a lot, right? <laughs> or, or, no, like, it's cool. Mork. like, Mork to me was, was a superhero, but you know, he didn't do too much, but. Like the greatest American hero was was a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't I don't know I I don't know if I was a super fan of the show like all talking about, but it was an amazing idea. Yeah. And those are the things that should be rebooted. We shouldn't be rebooting yeah. Miami Vice because it's already right. perfect the way it is. But something like that that isn't perfect. It's like yeah. but it's yeah, that actually it's not that bad. It is. Well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not that bad. It, it, it gonna... that no, no, bad. I enjoyed it, but but like, it wasn't. It wasn't not amazing. living up to its potential. Yeah, it so, wasn't. The, the problem, the main problem, is that uh, it didn't have an ending. Like mm -hmm. it's just uh, like so many other shows, it just got Ended. left uh, to hang, hang. Yeah. And then later they tried to revive it with a spin-off. But in the spin-off, uh, it turns out uh, that uh, the main guy becomes like a self-centered asshole who who's on a who becomes a celebrity, and then the aliens get uh, angry with him and take away the suit, and they give it to this other girl or something. Just there. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna go with JSP here. No more reboots. Let's just try to come up with new original things. We yes. Yeah. We, we got Or or things that. You know, I feel like. But he well, was asked, know. "What would he reboot?" Yeah. yeah. Just well, well, I, I, feel thinking, like, I, I well, do feel like there are some stuff that you know was never given a fair shake to begin with, or never got to live up to its potential, and you feel like you still could. Like, yeah, it's a property that's been done before. If it's been like 30, 40 years, and not a sequel to a movie that didn't need a sequel, you know, I feel like all that turns into is, "Hey, you remember this?" And that's all it is. That's for the, for an hour and thirty minutes. But something like the Green Hornet. Like a serious Green Hornet, you know, much like how the original '60s show was, it was meant to be serious. I think, fuck Seth Rogen, you know, oh God. And, and and anything with him in it, but a serious Green Hornet movie with yeah. you know the Green Hornet and Cato, like, you know, it's set during, you know, hell the Phantom, the Phantom, Phantom you know, good. the Phantom could have been so fucking good, and it's like no, the Shadow, was, the Shadow was another one. Another big disappointment. It, 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 Dick Tracy, big hit. I'm like, that's a character I would love to see revisited again in a series where you can introduce all the villains throughout the series. Your mumbles, your flat top, the, the do, brow. But, but do that as a series. Not, we yeah, don't need not as a movie. No, no, no. no uh, it's, it's a series. Uh, Ren's had enough. Yeah. Better, better oh. to have Dick Tracy as an animated series. I mean, I that's cool that has that uh, certain style to it. Yeah, it I, I agree. Work in live action. I don't know. I love the live-action Dick Tracy movie. I don't give a fuck. The movie yeah, it's, freaky. it's freaky. It's awesome. That's why it's it was awesome. cool, though. It's freaky. Yeah. It's trippy. Oh, we it's, lost it's trippy? Again. Yes. It's trippy. Uh, Stop I, doing I, I, drugs when you watch all it. Those, uh, <laughs> I think all that was the point. I oh, like the prosthetics. Like, 
I oh, like little that they Faith. made it look like the <laughs> character from the comic. Oh my god! Like That's way of like sight is flat top makeup. They're yeah. like Holy we're not shit. hiding away from the new these designs at all. They're all freaks. I know that's the point. Yeah, but it's not a point to traumatize me. I like I like how this is what woke him up. Miami Vice, nothing. We start talking about all this other stuff, then he's like, I have an opinion now. But uh, yeah, here's one I would uh, I would want to reboot. And uh, like oh. if uh, if Bryski is watching this, Bryski, get the license for Bryce, Black Star. Oh, okay. oh God! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blackstar, like, Blackstar I, I has still, a potential that wasn't realized. It will yes. be perfect antidote, antidote to all this crap that we're seeing currently. I'm under the impression that Brisky is actually on the hunt to buy the rights for something because he messaged me and was just like, "How much do you think the rights are for Masters of the Universe?" And I was like, "I don't know, probably like a couple <laughs> hundred million." He I, was like. I, because he's like, we got to get it away from him, man. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we do. Yeah, we yet to have him on to actually have a full He-Man conversation. Like, I, I know, like the first time it was like, yeah, classics. Uh, that was great. Kurt Line sucks. Well, now we just talked He-Man. Then we're back to talking about you know Jim Cotter or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like all right, uh, let's talk shitty movies. Brisky, get in here. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll bring him on for a Mass Universe conversation. I, 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 yeah, that, and we got to talk Return to Swamp thing with him. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Is that uh, the one? Uh, with, another uh, one they've tried to reboot a couple times, but it's kind of it's not really stuck. I don't really think pe- I don't think people have much faith in. It. It's like they never give it a fair shake. The they character. Don't. I love yeah. Swamp Thing. He's cool. yeah. Those are good comic books. Well, plus if you write write on the way Alan Moore did, he's a god. Then I kind of felt like you know, well, where where's the peril? Like the the guy is an elemental nature god. You know. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. But one thing too was good. Oh yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, the we'll first one was on. boring, despite Adrian yeah, the first one. being in it. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, Which one, one is uh, with the, the weird love scene? Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca's like, this doesn't do anything for me, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Elaine when she's like watching the English patient. Well, in a bathtub? I mean, give me something I can use, you know. <laughs> hey, Ren, Ren, you never answered. Who would you rather fuck, Crockett or Tubbs? I guess, I guess, I guess, we'll, I guess we'll just save that for the next episode. Yeah, we'll nice. open. Yeah, we'll open up next week, and then yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope, I hope I hope everyone enjoyed our discussion because we definitely yeah. want to do more. We intend to do more. So whether you like it or not, yeah. <laughs> we'll, go watch it. It's free right now. Too. Yeah, it's on yeah. Tubi and it's free. Go go watch it or, or go to Deep Discount and buy up the remaining stock they have of the Blu-ray sets and drive up the cost for the yeah. free ninety-nine. It's yeah. a beautiful set on Blu-ray. It's never looked better on Blu-ray. It, it looks so fucking good. I mean, it I probably definitely looks... need to own it. I, I like it that much that I want to own it. Yeah, yeah, you should. So it's, I mean, just so you can watch Evan, more or less. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah, that's why I'm crazy that I haven't got this. Unless you know, Deucing, hook you up, Deucing, get on it. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this. If you haven't already, please go ahead and like this episode. Leave a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts on Miami Vice. And Tyler and I didn't really talk about this. I don't really have. We. I don't have a closing line like how we have. No, I guess. uh, uh, Just come up with something again. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Or, or we could all just like just kind of have like an uh, like a an abrupt stop, like you know. Well, wow, one of the freeze frames, like another. Oh yeah. Yeah, like like Red's gonna say, 
you know who I'd like to fuck? Like, wait, no! <laughs> <laughs> then, then we all just... Uh, yeah, and then you the credits. Well, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, you are the, the Miami Vice super fan. What would work best here is a closing statement. Like, we have have a, have a powerful Oh, I know, it's like... You know, See you in the future I, I, to talk about the past. I, I could say, uh, you know, as a, as a kind of a nod to like the end of the first episode. Hey guys, you guys ever thought about reconsidering doing some more episode discussions? And you guys are like maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, and then we all laugh together. <laughs> and, and then Randy. Yeah, Randy. <laughs> all right, get him out of here. Do you have? And a movie like, I'm out. <laughs> Do you have a movie quote for us, really quick? Oh yeah. You know, uh, I may rough fuck you. Of- <laughs> All right, <laughs> fine. All right, end credits. It's Tyler. a Michael Mann movie. Oh, yeah. What? It's like poetry, you know, so that it rhymes. Oh, yeah, I may rough fuck you. Because <laughs> it makes me feel. He can't even get the shit out. Oh, man. Well, see you guys next week for some yeah. fans of power. Yeah. Go away. <laughs>